Hey folks, this episode is our longest night Zoom party. For those of you who couldn't make it, enjoy the chaos. We'll be back in two weeks, sorry, with a new Creeps with Peeps featuring the one and only Steve Berg. Anywho, enjoy the show. We love you. Happy New Year. Happy Solstice, Bitch and Yule. All of that. Hi, I'm Logan. You're listening to Season 2 of Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Devilry. Hope you enjoy the show. When when you want to post your pictures, let me know. I'll post pictures of all this nonsense. Okay. Because I'm surrounded by bookshelves. I have bookshelves on every wall. And this is not my entire collection. I've got two six-foot-tall bookshelves in our bedroom that my wife has to stare at every night. So it's like, <laughs> I need to get it all in here. I was I pretty big Florida ceiling ceiling ones, but they came out of my local DA's office. One of my friends sells furniture, so they were replacing their bookshelves. So I got the old bookshelves for free, and they're—I mean—they're solid and they're big and they're, they're nice. So can't turn down free lawyer bookshelves, I guess. Oh, <laughs> I, I need a bunch of. I'm, I'm trying to buy. Uh, there's a, there's a junk place down the street. I got a, a halfway decent one there, and then some wire ones. But I've got a whole slew of paperbacks that are going to all end up in the basement and even they're mm-hmm. going to be organized someday but i'm going to need <laughs> a, a bunch of just a hodgepodge of uh of shelves down there. Mm-hmm. there there was one shelf i bought i was very successful in putting all these things together and uh this one was giant and it was meant for cds and dvds but it was kind of flimsy so once i, I put most of it together and i'm trying to pull it up and then it breaks in two, you know, oh. it just wasn't, wasn't supported. So I did everything I could to try and repair it and fix it. And finally, finally, I took a hammer to it and busted the <laughs> hell out of it. Nice. Yeah. So talking about shelving, when we were moving our oldest upstairs, where I was transitioning a lot of stuff down here and I had a lot of shelves I was carrying down and I don't like to ask for help. So I do stuff by myself. And of course, I'm carrying a big shelf. I lose my footing and kind of fall down the stairs with the shelf. There are still a couple holes oh. in the walls. <laughs> I'm fine because I'm indestructible, but the shelf did That's not survive. Yeah. No. <laughs> I've got, uh, yeah, I still have that. Uh, I feel the indestructibility of youth, despite the fact that I am now on the downward slope of middle age. But here we are. I, I'm as uh, brittle as a potato chip, so I, I try not to uh, carry shelves downstairs. Yeah. You look pretty salty too, so that that okay. fits. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're, you're you only only see me from the neck up, so like some of these. Yeah, yeah. You you look like my Lay's stacks originals I've got here that are trying to be Pringles. Those suck. Those aren't real Pringles. They're like Pringles no. tweaker cousin. Well. I didn't. I didn't buy them. They were gifted to me by one of my uh, manufacturers that I uh, sell. So I've been sitting on them for a couple of weeks now, and I just like, you know what? I'm gonna eat these while I talk to people, like Brad Pitt I in have, movies. I have for my Zoom party longest night snack popcorn. A true stoner and, delight. Yeah, and because I live life totally on the edge, mother truck and cherry Pepsi. Yeah, buddy. Not Ooh. even a zero. It's two hundred eighty <laughs> calories of pure joy. Right on. 
Mm-hmm. I don't worry about calories. <laughs> Sorry. Like, and I don't mean that to sound like, you know, whatever. No, I get it. You know, I just, I can't wait till you're, all of this catches up with you and you're like 400 pounds. It'll be fun to watch that. <laughs> I got up to almost 200 pounds after my last child. I looked like the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka. Violet, you're turning violet, violet. Right, because I'm so short. Like, yeah. <laughs> gaining that much weight was like me gaining an extra 120 pounds by my height and my bone structure mm. and whatnot. And, I, you know, you don't even realize until you start losing the weight and all of a sudden your clothes aren't fitting. And then you're like, oh, oh, I guess I was a little chonky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it catches it. It gradually increases. You know, and I can what feel I did. Hmm. I cut my plates exactly in half. I would only eat exactly half of what was on my plate. And I'm neurodivergent. So, you know, that bitch was cut right in half. Right. Yep. You so measured. I, mm-hmm. I lost like 30 pounds and my husband gained 20. Yeah. Cause he ate your leftovers. <laughs> he ate the leftovers. Yeah. Uh-huh. That. So I, I did that once, once I settled down in domesticity, you know, I would eat my meal and then Amy wouldn't want hers. And I'm like, okay, I'll finish that. Oh, the kids don't want their chicken nuggets. Okay chilly so, out here you guys yeah it's chilly in my office since the half like 50 degrees out here i'm dying oh, no let's see i know right oh it's 44 here right now oh i would just crumble into dust i'm but, gonna guess it's i'm gonna guess it's 37 where steve is i guess well, let me find out here <laughs> cody i'm gonna guess since you're in texas it's either negative 20 or 85 i'm not sure which one 61 61. Somebody's trying to sign in. I keep seeing an Ashley pop up. I know. I saw her. I saw her once. Well, if she's listening in the future. Hi, Ashley. We saw you. We saw you for a minute. It's quite balmy here, actually. It's 42. Oh, geez. This this morning it was 22. Yeah. And by the time (laughs) I got out of Tudor's Biscuit World, it was uh, (laughs) another 20 degrees warmer. Yeah. I, I spent a lot. I've been spending been a real slacker i've been been eating a lot of breakfast there and of course i always take a book and a and a pencil to make notes and i'll i'll uh you know finish up my my meal and then uh drink endless cups of coffee while uh hmm. i'm sitting at tutors so speaking of you guys i'll be right back i'm going to get a cup of coffee okay <laughs> say hi to everybody for me oh no i'm 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 running in and running out Okay. It's children with frosting and sprinkles. Okay, I'm going to, we got a 60 second clock going. If we don't hear from you, yeah. we'll do a welfare check. Smash your face in the snow yeah. mountain. Mm-hmm. Although my first batch of cookies, I made two T-Rexes, two Stegosauruses, a couple of bats. Mm-hmm. I'm really feeling the Christmas spirit this year. There you go. I, I wonder which one of us scared Ashley away. I don't know. I, I think it's all of us. It's probably the one with the beard. She's like, what's yeah. rock meeting? <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> Oh. There's three men with beards and a witch. <laughs> I, know I don't want to talk to them. I'm like I, I'm, I didn't even know it was pointy. I'm glad you didn't say a witch with a beard. No, witch could have a beard. You've but you've taken care of yours. You you pluck it, so it looks nice. <laughs> I shave every day. Mm, me too. Early, I shaved earlier. Shaving sheets. That mustache get a little. You know, I gotta get my coffee. Have some <laughs> coffee. Well, I said today I was going to have time to like share this event. And then, of course, I get, I don't know, it just went haywire at work. It, had it to, happens. Yeah. 
some guy put his resignation in and and had to decommission him like today. Damn. Yeah. That's a well, at least it was resignation and he wasn't fired, so that's good. Well, yeah, that's good because he was he was heading for the for the door. Uh, mm. We were we were like, this guy really doesn't seem to care about his job anymore. Yeah, he, everything was a January problem for him. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> like he's not even like logging up, logging in to his computer. <laughs> in, like Damn. a week, like eh, he's given up. Mm. See, that's the people that ruins it for the rest of us. Like that, that type of person, like, cause I'm, I work remotely and all the jobs I've had in the past were very micromanagement. So I was used to being tracked and having to tell everybody where I was at every point, what I'm doing, you know, give a minute by minute breakdown. And now I don't have to do that, but somebody like him is going to ruin it. Like if there's somebody in my, my team not working, they're going to ruin it for me. Bummer. Bummer, bummer. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. So there was, um, what's her name? Jill Colbert. She had some of her uh, stuff stolen, like some of the other people who were at like Monster Fest and other stuff. But I got her stickers today. She did these little cute creatures in jars. Let me see if it'll look. It's like, yeah, so those kinds of things. People got ripped off at Monster Fest? Um, there was, yeah, there was actually, uh, the vendor that was in the corner. Like if you, you walk into the ballroom and you look in the back left, the people right. who were in that corner were the ones who were selling other people's, uh, art. Like, um, I think Easton found some stuff or Matt, Matt Shang found some stuff that was Easton's and I think Danner's and it was a whole thing. And then somebody at CryptidCon was selling stuff that was thought to be stolen as well like what a bummer yeah did you ever hear that story from sam sheeran about the edgar Allan poe banner yes that he uh just saw it and there's nothing you know, like he doesn't think to do anything about it because yeah it was a big old yeah. two-story banner of his yeah. <laughs> his work yeah. yeah well these are cool though these are cute little night crawler in a bottle yeah, that make good uh, like a like an air freshener design. Flatwoods, yeah. Oh, I did. Um, speaking of air fresheners, I swung by Expedition Bigfoot in Blue Ridge, Georgia, when I was down there last week, and picked up some uh, Bigfoot air fresheners and decals. Everybody needs a Squatch air freshener. Oh yeah. What does it smell like? Like I don't. I, I haven't opened. It. <laughs> I hope so, because it could because you could just label that really good cheese, and that's what it's right. like. I don't know. It's just feet. No, I've got to open it up. It's I've still got it in. It's sitting in the bag that I was. It was sold to me in. Still, I haven't done anything with it. it takes me weeks or months to get around to this stuff. Right, I find things all the time. Just going through the boxes that came out of my office when I rented out that space. That's when I said, screw it, and went to the store the other day because I'm like, no way, man. I can't even go through all of it. I don't even know what's in there at this point. And I know there's a ton of shit that I bought and put in. I saw a cat <laughs> that I bought and put in and never like looked at again. Mm -hmm. 
Let me see if anybody else realizes we're doing this. <laughs> I put on that post 830. I and I did. think it even you... said 830 on the link. I think the first post I put 8 o'clock. And then the one I shared mm -hmm. today, I put 830. And I think I scheduled it for 830. Okay. Oh. Corey messaged me and said he's doing some stuff. And then he's going to try to sign on. I did get a message from him. Let me go look at my phone because it's been going off. Maybe other. I'm going to be a jerk oh. and at, I'm going to at everyone in the group. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it says at 8 p.m. Eastern on the actual event. Yeah, I'm going to say, hey, doing the whole everything or everyone thing, but we're live. Yeah, Corey said he's trying to sort out some connection issues. I'm telling him to hurry up. Yeah. Tell him to put the surfboard down and quit being a good father to his children. <laughs> yeah. Go be a father on your own time. <laughs> All right. I messaged him. But oh, it's what it, he's three hours behind us, so it's just five thirty there. So he's probably just getting home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't work in California. Sasha had messaged and said he wasn't going to make it, but they're six hours ahead over there. Yeah, in Deutschland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's a grandson. Come here, grandson. Is this the grandson you hate or the grandson you like? No, this is the one I love. <laughs> Lean down. I know. You're the good grandson. <laughs> oh, I was using your phone charger. Do you need it? Can I use it? The well, correct answer is yes. Right. Or you can go get mine from your brother because he took it and I never saw it again. Those are your fight, your fight your brother to the death. He will, too. That's not even. Bye. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now somebody did one of my Stegosaurus cookies and covered it covered it with eyeballs. I'm gonna take pictures of them all when when they're done. Some sort of biblical Stegosaurus. Something, right? Be not afraid. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Be not afraid while I eat you. Or wait, weren't Steggies herbivores? Yes, but they had the Thagomizer as. Named by Gary Larson. <laughs> it's a true fact, Cody. I see you Googling it. It's real. Thagomizer. Thagomizer. It was okay, from a Gary, yeah, from a Far Side comic. Uh, Corey no, says, my know. connection keeps timing out. I've reset the router twice and trying again. Also, I'm downloading Zoom on my phone currently. So if all else fails, he's coming that way. Oh, he's having goodness. connection issues. Don't, see if he can get a hold of Ashley, who was here earlier. See what's going on with her. <laughs> yeah, I got weird energy. I'm all hopped up on cold meds. And then other stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm high on life. Shortly. Matter of fact, I'm going to smoke it right now. Nobody's joined yet. We're good. And it's the longest night of the year, so let's celebrate the days getting longer after this. More sunshine. Sure. 
Never for the darkness. And our last full moon of the year is Christmas. Christmas Eve. Wow. Yeah. So I'm working Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. How's the work thing going? You know, I mean, I know the job because I've done it for so many years, especially at that company. And, you know, pink crustacean, <laughs> the scarlet crustacean. Um, you know, it's a bartending job. I, I can make a margarita in my sleep, which is funny because I don't drink. Mm-hmm. You know, like I no. have probably haven't had alcohol other than like taste testing our new drinks and stuff like that. But having sitting down and having an actual drink years. Nice. At this point. I don't miss it, but you know what? I've always preferred getting, you know, smoking pot anyways. Yeah. I don't like to say getting high because that can mean so many different things these days, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. pot's the only thing I touch because I don't, I wouldn't trust no street drugs these days. Oh my God. People are dying. Is yeah, that yeah, got... in your background? How did you do that, Steve? Uh, that's my expensive Mothman background. Uh, I blurred it so you can't see the behind the uh, little corners here to see how messy the room is. <laughs> this is actually <laughs> this is actually a Mothman shower curtain. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. I just keep seeing blinking behind your head. I'm like, does he got Mothman in there with him? Yeah, if I if I do it right, it looks like I've got a couple of antenna here. It's all oh, yeah, blur our sure background. You do <laughs> blur it my background too. That birthday meme I made you. <laughs> where I turned you into Mothman birthday cake. <laughs> so that's when when I, I do interviews, I've always got this hanging behind me in, in case in case it's a video and audio. Right, right. That makes sense. We always talk about putting our video on Patreon. Ah, there we, we go. And I, I, I don't even. Oh, there you go. How'd you do that? It was on my laptop. Oh, oh, I don't know what I have on my laptop. Oh. I'm not even going to look. So no joke, I when not this company I worked for, but my last company when we would do company wide zooms, mm-hmm. I would put the one of the still frames, oh, one of the cool. one of the full size still frames of the Patterson Gimlin film as my background, oh, the and there'd be a, there'd be a little patty like right over here, and nobody would say anything. And I, was I just, just waiting. the dump truck right there. <laughs> and I'm not saying this is going to be a train wreck. But uh, <laughs> when I when I, I do uh, Mac Maloney's Military X Files as a correspondent, whatever the hell that means, we, uh, <laughs> toward toward the end of the show, Mac always says, "Okay, put the train wreck up," uh, simulating <laughs> that the show has been a train wreck, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of the uh, nobody sees it except us because it's just audio. But I have uh, I have all kinds of uh, stuff in, in for my background. Uh, nice. Oh, I don't heck. keep too much on this laptop anyways because me and electronics were not friends. So I There's don't a woman being attacked by a triffid. Oh nice. yeah. Yeah. Love the triffid. Uh, we got everything here, man. We got UFOs. <laughs> Monopoly. Oh yeah, oh, two coil hats. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll be good. Oh, and we got cute puppies. Yeah. Puppies. <laughs> got, oh heck. We got me and my uh, team of Martians here. that's bear that's bear he lives in maine oh it's a pretty dog got the one-eyed one-horned flying purple people eater george adamski spaceship yeah yeah we got uh 
We got Tom Cruise and his uneven teeth. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Got uh, oh, I didn't, forgot I had a winged monkey. <laughs> <laughs> spy versus spy. Oh, here we go. Anybody is hungry? Entenmann's chocolate frosted donuts. Oh, I can taste that. My favorite thing in the world. Yeah, I can't eat them now. Man, is this some milk? Fake vomit. Okay, that was a good one. Oh, here we go. This is uh, kind of symbolic of my uh, my sewer backing up. Yeah. I guess. Uh, oh, here we go. That's the terrible snow monster. I hope I left in Michigan. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, I think that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll go back to blurring time. my background here. <laughs> I like the mouth, man. No. So, Steve, what do you think about what's going on in Peru with those three aliens? With what now? Those three aliens that, that, that Jaime Massan took in front of Congress. Have you been keeping up on that? No, no, I'm I'm uh, clueless. So oh. eleven other scientists, ones that um they're at the, they were at one of the universities. I, I can't recall it because it's in my notes. Uh, twelve scientists total did all the scans and tests and everything, and have signed an affidavit that they presented to the Mexican Congress, stating that these are whole intact bodies. They have not been manip externally manipulated. They are not mismatched parts sewn together. They are real. They are not a hoax. They declined to say they were aliens. Mm. They won't go that far. But those three bodies themselves haven't been manipulated, faked, or made. They have intact skin, intact bones. According to the one scan, the one female has a, the one is a female and has eggs. And, and who but are these scientists? They're um in Spain. Hold on. You know what? I have my notebook. Look at you. Well, so you got your notebook. No, well, it's because I just brought my whole bag. You got to put your glasses on and then push them up your nose while you're doing this. I would if I had my glasses and I'm kind of uh, pissed that I didn't bring them. Actually. Actually. Because I wrote whole notes on this, especially the one scientist's name and the 11 others and what where they were from. I, I did see uh, something initial on, on that, but I didn't follow up on it. Well, yeah, because they smeared it super quick. Like, if you look it up, you find 25 smear articles and, like, three about what actually happened the second time he went in front of the Mexican Congress. Because... Okay, here it is right here. The um, He's an anthropologist, Roger Zuniga from the San Luis Gonzaga National University in, in, in Ica, Peru. Him and 11 other scientists signed an affidavit and presented it to the Mexican Congress the second time after they initially after they brought the body. So this happened about maybe three weeks ago and have stated that they, they turned in copies of all their scans, all of their tests, and they are definitively stating that it is not a hoax. Uh, one of a doctor, like one of the doctors that was, is a member of the Mexican thingy, Celestino Adolfo Piato, he said he that what it looks like to him is that they are 
evolved versions of us. They're evolved humans. And maybe mm. they time traveled back 2,000 years. That was his offering to it. But that was after he read all the medical reports. and like So the medical reports are out there. Um, it's, it's really hard to find it, but yeah. that's the definitive answer to all of the scans and tests that they did. Since the Mexican Congress refused to say anything when he presented the bodies, and then that's when all of the hoax articles came out. Well, he took those bodies back to Ica and everybody tested them, scanned them. Then they went back to Mexico and presented the scientific scans and the sworn affidavits from 12 different researchers that did all of those tests. So they're real bodies. I I have to admit, I have a a built-in distrust of this stuff. Forget about the the hoax hoax guys. The... uh, uh, I, I just, we, we've been skunked so many times. This, this may be legitimate, maybe something substantive, but I, I just, there's this part of me that, uh, and, and when this disclosure started coming out and they started, uh, you know, showing us some of these films and saying, uh, yeah, they're unidentified we don't know what they are. And then kind of crickets, you know, the dead silence. And then once in a while, something else will come out and say, yeah, we, we don't know what that is either. But, uh, I, I just I just don't trust any of them, and it's too bad because we we might be getting some uh, some real legitimate information. I mean, maybe they have uncovered something here. I, I don't know what they could be if they're not. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm the kind of person that uh, I'm 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 unfortunately I'm a Keelian, so mm-hmm. I I don't think I don't think all of, I think that there is a uh, a physical reality to a lot of this stuff. I I, I have gone from. Uh, being a, a strong ET guy back in the 60s. You guys remember the 60s, right? Of course you do. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Best anyway. decade of my life. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, uh, but when I, 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 I discovered Keel and Valet, you know, it was kind of a, a just a, a sea change. And uh, so I, at one point, I went the, the pendulum and all the other way where, uh, I started to think that all these things were temporal manifestations, transmogrifications of energy, psychic projections or whatever, and none of this right. was alien or ET. But then it's gone back the other way. There's some. It seems like there's a duality there. It seems like some of this is physical nuts and bolts, flesh and blood, but there are other aspects that are, are sort of reflective or, or like paranormal mimicry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's in, in some cases, it's very hard to separate them. So I, I'm still still got that that Keelian blood in me that is skeptical of anything that is physical, like 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 yeah. crashes, you know. But if there's one one UFO crash that's legitimate, then that's something. But I think a lot of the stuff, a lot of the claims are nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I, I it's just that uh, I mean I have to be careful because I'm I'm when it, when it comes to certain things connected with the government and the establishment, I, I just you know, I just don't trust those clowns. I get okay. it. Yeah. Well, that's why he had to go from Peru, where he found the bodies, to Mexico. Because as we all know, Peru are big, fat liars. So I feel like Peru has been trying to squash it. And It could be something, uh, another branch of humanity or just some other kind of uh, life that is a natural part of, of this planet. It may mm. not be off world. It could it could be something. Well, yeah. And that's why they declined to say, like nobody, right. even the scientists, 
declined to say that they were extraterrestrial. I mean, there's so much stuff we just don't know about this planet. Well, even the one thing we do know, the Homo floresiensis, the Hobbit people in Southeast Asia, like that could be something that there was a culture of in South America at some point. Three-toed footprints have been found. Yeah. Yeah. And these creatures had the three. Yeah, I've got three toes right now on my left foot. (laughs) Well, that was that. That was from that kiln explosion, right? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying it could be me that's out there making footprints too. Ah. (laughs) But no, Steve, you talk about the whole Keelian thing, and I've I've very much been a nuts and bolts, flesh and blood kind of guy for years. And now that I'm steeped in it as I am, I keep moving further and further into your onto your side of things where it's more ultra terrestrials ultra dimensional hey it's tom what's up bud hi tom um, yeah i'm i'm hi, a tom. fan of his work <laughs> <laughs> he's a supreme shit poster and i love it <laughs> not laura <laughs> no not laura is um, that something you take a correspondence course for or does it come natural you have to pay somebody for it it's like 150 dollars to be certified Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't I have 150 somebody... bucks right now, but uh, you know. <laughs> well, we'll put a GoFundMe together to make sure you get certified. <laughs> I, I need to GoFundMe for my sewer backing up. Mm. So listen, I'll give you guys my address and my uh, my. Uh, well, I'll give you my bank number in case you withdraw instead of <laughs> deposit. Yeah, we won't do that. Set up a Venmo or a PayPal, and we'll all donate to the <laughs> the cause. <laughs> we're we're very much a community that believes in supporting our our friends so have you sure. have you read much of keel um i've read Hi, Tom. <laughs> he's by he's, he's just listening yeah I've, I've read the mothman prophecies i have um the eighth tower over here that i need to get into which is the next you know the next keel i've got on my list right um, you know the mothman prophecies was uh keel told brent rains his biographer that if he had told about everything that happened that year, 66 to 67, that he could have easily filled six books as it was those faceless editors cut out half his book. Yeah. Now, some of that survives in the Eighth Tower. But the the one, the book that messed me up, well, I started with uh, Strange Creatures from Time and Space, which is mm-hmm. now the uh, Complete Guide to Mysterious Beings. Yeah, that's and on that's my wish good, list. That That's a good <laughs> book, too, for people to kind of ease into Keelian stuff. He doesn't get too heavy. He starts to talk about uh, window areas and trying to come to grips with why these things pop up, scare the hell out of people, and then kind of move away. Yeah. Uh, but the, the the book that uh, sent me into therapy for months was uh, Operation Trojan Horse. And have you yeah. read that, Trina? Um, I have read excerpts from it. I've never actually sat read the whole thing from front to back. Uh, I'm one but, of the people that skips around. But so. that's that that's uh that's one that. Uh, where he, he really pulls everything together. And I, yeah. I remember, I, I, you know, I had, uh, I was in a, I had my, we had a UFO group back in high school, the Aerial Phenomena Investigation and Research Center. <laughs> there were four of us, you know, we had a, uh, we, we <laughs> had a, garage. A, an amateur <laughs> in Kevin's garage. Yep. We didn't eat much in the winter because Michigan winters, there was no insulation in there and no heat. Yeah. So screw yeah. that, you know. But uh, and then later in later years, uh, two of us came from that group. We formed uh, just an informal group, which was a lot of fun. Uh, there were some professional people involved and so forth. But uh, now where where the hell was? Oh, yes. So I had uh, a Trojan horse had been out for two or three years, I think, uh, before I, I read it. 
And I remember Rick and I were talking about, uh, you know, we knew a little bit about it and we thought, what the hell's Keel think he's doing, you know, running everything together. I mean, I was still an ET guy. And so here we are bad mouthing John Keel, not even having read the book yet. And so, you know, read the book, thought, holy crap, went into therapy, recovered. And then I read uh, Jacques Vallée's Passport to Magonia, and I had to go into therapy again. So those those two books really uh, changed my direction and my thought. And, and to, I, back. You know, when I first started reading all of that, and then I have always been where I wanted it to be physical beings like Star Trek and mm-hmm, right you know hard the hard isaac asimov you know like i was a hardcore sci-fi girl and i'm still very much for being a practicing which i'm very much in rick knows us based in science i love science cody knows us too like my whole strange science thing is like something i absolutely love doing but so well i can buy wormholes and then you know there was just a lot of it but then when when it's Keel stuff, it seems like every time you reread it, you find more. Yeah. Every <laughs> time you read it, you find more. And my poor brain, I'll be stuck in that stuff for life, y'all. So I go in and I read what I want from it now, you know, because if I start getting sucked in every time, I can buy it. But I also feel like, why can't we have both? Mm-hmm. Why can't it be both ways? Why can't some civilizations hard drive here? Why yeah. can't some just transportal their way on over i mean so if you believe in the multiverse thing which i actually do so that would mean we have physical aliens that could come here plus metaphysical ones that could pop in from different that could phase in from different dimensions that's two different destinations they're coming mm-hmm. from you know, right. one in our physical world, <laughs> one phasing in from like, I believe like like that makes more sense to me. I, I don't like one camp or the other because I really believe we could have both. If we're a multiverse, which I believe we are, that there are other dimensions we can't see. I actually kind of really know that they could phase in from there. OK, well, that, but that... if they live in our physical realm, realm they could there. also you know, fly their little spaceships or wormhole here or, you know, I mean, there's got to be a way they travel that's quick. Wormholes, I feel like, is probably the thing. And plus, I feel like as far as quantum physics and physics goes in general, we're just babies anyways. We're infants. Yeah, we don't know anything. We don't know anything. <laughs> you know, we don't know so. shit. We can't even get through those darn Van Allen belts. So, oh, okay. That, <laughs> that just, yeah. I don't want to talk about the Van Allen belt because you had to doing the just, whole Legend Moon thing. Just I, a tinfoil tin hat will take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I need to line my little hood with tinfoil. Hey, you know, Corey. I, hi, Corey. Hi, guys. What's up, bud? How's it? As as you would expect, I'm late with guitars and wetsuits hanging behind me, but I am here. <laughs> well, I told Trainer to tell you to quit surfing. You I told him that to put down the ah, surfboard. Yeah. Do you want to say hello? Willow says hi. Hi, Willow. How are you? I named my cat after you. Oh, oh there's another one. That's, that's, I didn't name my cat after you. I'm sorry. You missed opportunity. If you change your name to Anya, then you could be uh, my cat could be named after you. I call them Corey's little dryads. <laughs> We're building uh, stick figures with magnets and steel balls. 
Nice. Oh, all right, all Very right. Cool. Yeah. Those yeah, look delicious. Swallowing them would be a good idea. Good idea. Th- thankfully, five and seven, we don't have to worry about that, right? <laughs> oh, my son was horrible <laughs> with his nose. No, don't count your chicken jet, buddy. <laughs> I promise they don't taste as good as they look. Just, just take <laughs> photographs of them out in the dark and say it's some kind of a cryptid. I have two. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. That. Uh, good job. Uh-huh. Here is the candy that we're eating instead. Oh, ah. oh that's uh-huh. Willow. Can, can you pass some of that around, please? Right. Did you bring enough to share with the class? Yeah. Yeah. Willie, what, what are the <laughs> Willie Wonka hats? Yeah. It's good. Willy Wonka hats. Another hat. Sounds well, pretty. Doing, uh, they're, they're going with mom for Christmas this year. And yeah. so I'm going to be flying out this weekend. So we did early Christmas tonight. Right. Right. Nice. Which uh, has been pretty fun. The uh, vocal settings they landed on for their microphones has been pretty and exciting. And we have these. And we have these. All right. <laughs> so much candy. Do you want to show Mac off? Do you think you can? I thought that was a tipperillo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought it was a pyrrolene cookie, and Steve's like, like oh, they're smoking. Got a black and mild. All right. <laughs> yeah. No blunts. Um... <laughs> you can tell I'm a fat kid and not a stoner, so. It's... <laughs> By the way, Trina, with that hat, you look kind of scary. I want to be sure I'm not going to wake up tomorrow morning with a tail or webbed feet. (laughs) Without the hat, she's even more frightening, though. That's the problem. (laughs) My hair is a hot mess, though, too. There's Mac. Mine, too, Trina. Hmm. (laughs) What a nice pussycat. I would never hex anyone. I don't hex people these days. Okay, that's, that's cool. But I'm going to check my feet tomorrow. They'll be just as hairy and gnarly as they were tonight. <laughs> That's good. Good to know. <laughs> they, they need to be exfoliated, Steve. I think you should take one of those pumice stones and just get the bottom. <clears throat> but you, you were talking about uh, other realities. There, there are stories. I just read one. Uh, I, I had uh, Paul Sinclair on my show recently. And a, a couple of weeks ago, I was on his, uh, his show, uh, like a two-hour live stream. He's the author of the Truth Proof books, The Truth mm-hmm. That Leaves No Proof. Uh, he's got four of them out, and he covers uh, uh, North and East Yorkshire uh, and all the bizarre things going on there, dogmen-like creatures, orbs, uh, uh, black cats, and so forth. Well, he talked about this one incident where these fishermen went out and on the water, and they, they got out to a certain point, and everything was wrong. The, the sky turned golden. Uh, the the water looked like it, it had some kind of oil oily cast on it, but it wasn't oily. Um, and they it got really quiet. You know the Oz factor where everything shuts down. They can't mm. couldn't even hear the seabirds, which usually attack them when they put their bait on their hooks. Mm. And then uh, they finally they, they broke the spell when somebody they knew a boat came up toward them, and all of a sudden everything went back to normal. And they the, the guys pulled up and they said, "Where the hell have you been? We we've lost you for a couple hours." And the the way the, when they both left the the shore, there's no way that they should have been out there before the other ones. So just something really bizarre happened. Uh, Paul Eno talked about a really interesting uh, situation. You know who Paul Eno is? Paul and Ben Eno do uh, behind the paranormal. Uh, he's okay, written yeah. several books. Okay. Um, he uh, in, in 1991 he'd given a talk, and this uh, middle aged couple came up. They were retired. And uh, the lady said to him, 
okay, we're going to tell you our story and you have to tell us if we're crazy or not. So they were out west in Utah and they were looking for ghost towns. And they were, there's this one place called uh, Woodbury or something like that. And it was supposed to be a place that really didn't have any, any kind of buildings or, or edifice left. So they start driving out that way and they see this big sign and it was something like Woodbury, but it was uh, like it was in Dutch or German. And then they they pull in and they they pull into this little town, which which is this this town that's supposed to be barren. And the husband says, uh, "Boy, this doesn't look like a like a ghost town." And uh, they pull in. There's the nice little streets and uh, buildings, and there's all these little cars that don't make any noise. Little white cars that's that they're like electric or something like that because they don't seem like they have combustion engines. So they're like, "What the heck?" So they. They're hungry. They go into this restaurant and they, they look at the menu and it's in German or Dutch or something. And uh, so they just point to what they want on the menu because they can't really read it. So they actually eat the food there. They use the bathroom. When they go to pay, they look at their paper money and they look at them like they're crazy, like we can't take that. So they begrudgingly took some of their, their coins to pay. And by this time, they're just freaking out. So they, they go outside. And uh, everybody's looking at, I guess they had an SUV or something like that. And all these people are gathering around like they've never seen anything like this before. So they 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 get in their car and they drive away. They're, they're driving away very slowly. They don't want to get pulled over. They don't want to end up in jail and wherever the hell this place is. And uh, they uh, take off on Highway 6 or whatever. And it seems like it takes a longer time to get back. But finally, things go back to normal. And uh, they 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 could, could um, consulted with somebody else at the place they were staying, and the guy said, "No, there's absolutely nothing out there." So you know, Whitley Strieber tells a story where he was. Uh, remember, he had that cabin in upstate New York where all that bizarre stuff is supposed to happen. Oh yeah. And a uh, a friend of his son's had stayed over, and so the the routine was he would take the son and meet the father at a mall, uh, just over the line from New York State to, uh, I forget uh, what, what state it was. So he's driving along and he, he's on the highway. He can see the mall and he takes uh, off on the exit ramp and all of a sudden everything changes. He's still on some kind of a freeway, but it's a one of these freeways that's lower than the, you know, how that some of them in, in cities are lower than the sidewalks and, and everything else. Yeah. And so he, he gets off one of the exits and he's looking around and he's seeing these these like round houses with flat tops and they have some kind of a serpent motif on them. And uh, he's the, the, the boy is freaking out and he actually takes the, the handle of the door and is just going to try and get out. And so Whitley pulls him back and says, don't worry, I'll get us out of this. So he keeps driving. He gets onto a dirt road. Finally, things go back to normal. And he finds like a a, uh, a regular highway. And he's like something like 40 minutes late to meet this guy's father. And the kid gets out when he sees his father and says, Whitley took me into the twilight zone. <laughs> and, you know, the kid and his father went back to that area several times to see if they could find where this bizarre place was. So there are several stories like that. I don't know if they're true or not, you know, but uh, it, it seems like people will... Uh, sometimes go into these areas w without the, the 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 fancy portal 
you know, like in uh, mm -hmm. oh, what was that uh, with Kirk Douglas and the uh, the carrier? Uh, I can't remember. He goes back into World War II and and helps beat the Japanese. Oh, I'm blanking uh, on that. Yeah. Gosh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm blanking out. I know, <laughs> but, I, I can see the movie in my head, but I can't think of that. Uh, so you know, I don't, I don't know, and I, I imagine I and if if these things are true, I imagine occasionally some people step into this, and the ones we don't hear from again don't come back. Well, that it feels like a it, it, that to me feels more in the time slip category. You know, like I, I feel like things like the man from Torrid and the Green Children of Woolpit—that's more of an alternate dimension kind of thing, at least in my opinion. And right, Trina, well, you, you look like you had something. Uh, you think about like some of the some of these stories, like okay, say the little town, you know, on a different Earth, you know, a multi again the multiverse theory on a different Earth, you know, everything for us changed with the industrial revolution. You got a different society where that didn't happen. They're going to have electric vehicles. They're gonna, you know, maybe Germany did invade us and win that time. You know, like you don't know, you don't know what happened in the other earth and i you know i kind of like that idea better than time slips for all of it even the pterodactyls because you can have an earth where the dinosaurs never died out okay yeah. so i mean i just i don't know i like the multiverse theory better than i like time slips but time fuckery pisses me out it makes me mad <laughs> oh i love it so that just for anybody listening, it's the final countdown, the movie that Kirk. Oh, that's right. In. Yeah, came out in 1980. So I googled that. Yeah. All right. So Corey, are you done with your chemo then? Is that what I saw the other day? You had your last treatment. I am indeed. All this round of chemo. Yeah. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're excited, listeners, because I'm definitely releasing this. Corey is. The talent behind oh. our opening and <laughs> you, our intro and outro music. Ah, yeah, the, yeah. The, clap, 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 clap. Obviously, clap. unique and not com not completely reductive ripoff of uh, Derek's theme, huh? Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. Look, Daddy. I, I so, Trina, do you sing the lyrics? But like it. Oh no! <laughs> I sing nothing. My son says I sound like a pterodactyl if I'm, when I'm singing. That's accurate. Yeah. Well, how would you know what a pterodactyl accurate. sounds right. like? You Come guys on. would know. Time slips. Well, I, it's funny it's you mentioned time slips with yeah. that whole last story because that's what I was explaining to Sequoia. I was like, so time slip is where all of a sudden you're back in time. And she's like, oh, that sounds lovely. I'd love to be a baby again. And I was like, you and I both. <laughs> <laughs> hey, weird dads here. I'm too tired. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Children Welcome of monsters. Welcome to Rick. It's Josh Taylor, right? Am I right? Weird dad, say your name. <laughs> I'm horrible at these things. We talk through Instagram all the time. And ML Bagley. I don't know ML Bagley, but hi. Thank you for joining. Hello. Thank you for joining. I just saw the screen name Weird Dad, and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. We we are in good company. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's very much uh, of our he, – he's got the same cut of his jib. Same <laughs> so cut of the jib. <laughs> see he's got a cool background too all right all right i'm just sucking y'all okay just... everybody's got cool backgrounds oh what well, do we got a gummy thing something physical. gummy gummy candy canes 
Infused with THC. I promise (laughs) (laughs) They're going to go to sleep early tonight. That's well, that's the melatonin. No, just (laughs) Just crush up the Benadryl and sprinkle it into their mashed potatoes. Uh, Yes, we can have ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Those are just sprinkles, dear. Oh, we lost him. Uh, we were just discussing multiverses. Oh, we lost Weird Dad. Where'd he go? He'll be back. ML's still hanging on. All right, ML. Well, Corey can sub for Weird Dad for now. He's he's <laughs> a Weird Dad alternate, yeah. He was an understudy. Stand in. <laughs> What's that? That's right. I saw Cody's kids behind him at one point too, so he can also be weird dad. <laughs> weird, yeah, I'm a weird dad too, technically, but they're elsewhere. I'm a weird mom, weird grandma. I think about that. So, like, my grandchildren's grandchildren someday could be like, "We had this really crazy grandma. Do you want to hear her talk?" <laughs> you, you are a future story. <laughs> That's good though. <laughs> I've left my digital footprint. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I was I was telling Amy the other day, like I I don't want like a funeral or anything. I want everybody to either tell the weirdest story about me they have or just roast me. Like let's just do a party and just roast me. So I that's what I want. <laughs> I keep telling my kids I want a pyramid. Mm-hmm. ML Bagley, whoever that was. Hi, ML Bagley. We'll Thanks. miss you. Miss you. Our time is fleeting, but it was beautiful. It was great. Mm-hmm. Truly I'm a better, a treasure. I'm a better person for having experienced it. I need a hug. Same. He does. <laughs> They're gonna show us every single thing they got. <laughs> yep. All right, yep. let's do this. I'll I'll go one for one. Let me pull out a book here. <laughs> oh, I can traumatize the children. Here, here, I'll traumatize you. I brought Chad oh, Lewis no. with me. I've, I thought you were going to show <laughs> me your that. chest hair. I thought you were going to expose <laughs> For a second, I thought he was no, lifting I... up his shirt. Like... <laughs> if you're going to see my chest hair, you have to go to my website, stevesbod.net. Oh, I thought it was onlyfans.com oh. slash mothman. Click on oh, yeah. his chest hair. The microphone. Ah, there we go. My baby just turned 26. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't realize this was an original copy. Okay, so this is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Wow. I've bought multiple copies of the series over the years. This one, I don't know if you can see it with the... That's my signature for when I was like 10. Outstanding. Yeah, so I I just realized I've had this for 30 years. Jeez. Let's see, when was this printed? (laughs) Oh, it was originally 81, but... This is the 86 edition. So, damn. It's like my Dickens collection. The same year that uh, Kill Em All came out, I believe. Guess what's in here? Uh, yeah, Kill Em All. I think Kill Em All was 83, Ride the Lightning in 84. 86, was 86. Master of Puppets. Uh, Master of Puppets was 86. Oh, Guess what's in here? Incorrect. I was born in oh. 83, so I'm like very much connected to that. So, Kill Em All. I was a huge Metallica guy Even in high school. Yet. Sarah's here. I see Sarah. She's connecting to audio. Is she going to be in full, full oh, garb? So. You got your ears on, Sarah. <laughs> you can't. You can't join unless you're fully committed to the 
bit. In another microphone. <clears throat> in uh, 83, I was in serving a on a nuclear stand. submarine protecting oh, you guys oh, from commies. I appreciate that. Well, we appreciate it. My pleasure. You. In 83, I was 13 behind a Taco Bell drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, a guy I worked with for eight years in a warehouse, was in the Navy about yeah. the same time. So, you, you might know him. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I actually, hey, uh, one of the. Do you have your audio hooked up? Hello. Hello. She knows Hello. what she's doing. She How makes you YouTube videos. Tonight? They're pretty good. How y'all doing? Fat and sassy. Rick and, stole yeah. what I was going to say, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining. I just wanted yeah. to say hello real quick before we started going off on tangents again. So far, we oh, have yeah. aliens and multiverses and time slips. And <laughs> I was going to talk about Steve's chest hair, too, so that's in the agenda. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of... Speaking speaking of, um, I no joke had this conversation with one of my customers today. We were talking because I'm very gray down here now, and it's starting to spread. And they were pointing that out, and I said, "No joke, I found a gray chest hair the other day." So oh, I've no. reached I've reached that age. <laughs> I was like, "Pluck that bad boy out," and I saved it in my scrapbook. Oh, there's Nicole. Nicole, what up? Hi, Nicole. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Nicole. Howdy. Welcome hey, to the party, how pal. How are you? How's it going? <sighs> Living the dream. The horrors persist, yet I exist. There you go. <laughs> well, so I, yeah, like people ask me how I'm doing, and I'll walk in and I'll say, you know, like every other middle aged man, I'm living the dream. That's, that's kind of how I preface it. It's, it's very sarcastic. My my standard answer, like at work, how you doing? Is like upright and sucking wind. How about yourself? <laughs> Not dead <Ow>. yet. <laughs> or or if you respond, wishing for the sweet release of death, like that's a little morbid. Right, right, right. It's yeah. honest, morbid. but it's morbid. <laughs> Shuffle me off this mortal coil. <laughs> Praying for Armageddon, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we'd devolve into a hunter-gatherer society again. <laughs> Which, as it turns out, we're all wrong about. Women, women, we had actual settlements at the time that they said that our society was all either hunters or gatherers and were nomadic. We actually had settlements and wooden structures. They're finding all that stuff now. Oh, I just yeah. did an episode on that, too. Now, so I might have mentioned the, it. the aliens built the wooden structures, right? They did. Okay. They did. Yeah. I don't was... jump on the ancient alien chain too wonderfully <laughs> much because I feel like that's very Eurocentric. It is. Um, but at the same time, there are some things out there that are unexplainable by our knowledge. Like George. It doesn't hair. mean that we don't have a lost tech. Yeah, you know, just... I, I buy that before I buy ancient aliens. Well, that's, it, it is true. I mean, sometimes it's, uh, I remember when the ancient alien thing started. I mean, I can remember that far back. I actually saw uh, Von Daniken's film back in the early 70s. And I was, you know, alive and conscious and spoken full sentences and everything. But uh, <laughs> I, the uh, some of it is is kind of pushing credibility, uh, credibility but uh, 
On the other hand, you look at some of these monumental structures, and you wonder, how the hell did they, you know, I, I don't uh, discount man doing incredible things, but you look at some of this stuff and you think, how the hell would they do that? Yeah, it's just a lot of time is what it comes down to, time and labor. Like the but, things but, we But also yeah. the, the, the precision with, with some of the blocks that are put together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Precision tools. Cody and I were just talking about that on our last episode of Strangest. We haven't released it yet. But How dare you? Hey, we just recorded it three days ago. Give me a break. Okay. <laughs> I've been um, a little busy. <laughs> who cares I, if it's the holidays and you got to work? I, I have to right. say, I, I do enjoy watching ancient aliens, even though they say things like, Ancient alien theorists believe. I think. Oh God, not again. That's that's a shorthand for stupidity for me. I use. <laughs> I think I've said that in a previous. I think it was on a pod, one of our podcasts. I said that's. A, I use that now when I see something ridiculous on TV. I say a- ancient alien theorists believe, because it's so it, it's so dismissive. It, it's sometimes bad. sometimes they say suggest, not believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, when yeah. they want to be a little bit credible. Just those as, shows. As a scientist, I love. Well, this suggests. Now the one the one thing I always come back against the whole ancient aliens thing is you pick up a handful of dirt and you just slowly let it fall out of your hand into a pile. Do you know what it makes? A pyramid, guys. It's a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of that. It's it's nature's most structurally sound design. Like that's just hmm. natural. You figure out that blocks not a dome? Stack... I would think it would be a dome. Well a geodesic dome, yeah. That's that's more structurally sound. But when you're you know twenty five hundred years in the past and you've got yeah. stones, that's pretty much all you can do is stack them. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But it, it goes into how before. how can humans possibly ever even come up with such a concept? <laughs> right. Right. It had to be an accident. <laughs> yeah. Somebody it's wasn't like, just sitting there one day with a handful of sand. Right. <laughs> it was God. Do. God had a handful of sand, and <laughs> he just sprinkled it everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think well, we should, there's we the should... one guy that thought he could eat the mushrooms, sitting <laughs> there afterwards, and was like, "Shh, guys! <laughs> oh my God!" <laughs> it's it's four thousand years in the past, but he's asking if God could microwave a burrito so hot he couldn't touch it. Right. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, the great philosophical debate. Listen, we uh, the guy who first who tried all the mushrooms because there had to have been a couple of dead guys first. <laughs> we owe him a high five, and we owe whoever licked all the toads to find the good toad. I feel like it would have been God me. Was that who was the original toad licker? I would have been one of them. I love imagining <laughs> <Yeah>. conversation <laughs> too of like, so guys. The craziest thing happened. So I was at the pond licking toads. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is. <laughs> so they're licking toads. And I, I don't want Jesus. a follow-up question. No follow-up questions. Just right. if you lick this frog, fun times will be had. Well, okay. you know, they had a lot more free time than modern humans do. True, true. Obviously, they had to fill it with something. So licking toads and eating things they found in the forest. Those Maybe go, that's know. where the prince charming coming from the yeah, right no i have a feeling that the <laughs> yeah right i have a feeling the first toad liquor was probably a dog and then humans <laughs> saw their dog doing fucked up shit and was like hmm the dog was licking toads earlier 
that's why he's acting so weird. See, you know, that's, that's a sound hypothesis, okay. actually, because <laughs> I, had... I say that only because I was at the dog park one day and there was this mama pit bull picking up toads and moving them across the path. They were like mm -hmm. mating. I think she was trying to move them to safety or something. Yeah. She thought that they were her puppies. <laughs> and, and then her and, eyes, I mean, her she wasn't letting anybody deter her from her mission. And the toads just kept right upon their right on their business. So. Yeah. You know, I, I have been really bored at times, but I never once wanted to lick anything like an arachnid or mm -hmm. a uh, an amphibian or, or anything like that. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> now I'm going to lick a spider. Like you put that in my brain now. No, my middle daughter, when she was about three years old, she was standing in my driveway and I come out, I'm coming out the front door and she's got a toad in her hand. And I'm like, Marley, put that toad down. She popped it right in her mouth. And so, 20 years later, she still has that toad. It's crazy. Right. It's her best friend. Mm -hmm. But no, it's her only like, friend. All I can remember oh. is the horror I felt and thinking, please don't bite down. Please don't bite down. <laughs> right. Don't eat that toad raw. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, that's how you build she? your immune system. So did she's she put it on the, on the burner? Uh, the, the, the microwave yeah. and then she's 28 now, and I've never let her live it down. <laughs> I've never yeah. let her live that down. No. Yes, we, saw, as you should. we were out somewhere and saw toads. I'm like feeling hungry. <laughs> so Trina, if we send $5 to you, can we get a transcript of this conversation tonight? <laughs> uh, you don't have to send me money. You, I'm going to record it and release it for free. Oh, you're going to release it? It's can already we, oh, recorded. Yeah, yeah I'm going to release it. It's long night. It's like the longest night of the year. We're having a little Zoom party. I'm mm -hmm. surrounded by people that I you adore. think are okay. Uh, you're, you're all right. Everybody else I adore. You're... So we've talked about parallel universes, toad licking. Mm -hmm. um, Your chest hair. Yeah. Not as well. Yeah. I'm going to have to write notes on all this for the show notes. <laughs> I <do> release it. <laughs> no, just make the show notes. Uh, uh, somehow put a picture of Steve's chest in there. That's all. Just I the chest hair. <laughs> just, well, as, as I showed you Reynolds. before. Chad Lewis is oh, on God, the chest right now. Oh. <laughs> Chad Lewis is more offensive. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Chad, he's the one that keeps uh, keeps hitting with with old guy jokes. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen he was tagging you in some stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's just jealous. He, he was he's on Celia Edgar's show one time, and he was they, my name came up, and he said, "Yeah, you know, Steve Ward was uh, uh, doing research in in 1978, and." 1878 and you know <laughs> yeah i've seen a, a recent trend of current college students referring to the 20th century as the 1900s <laughs> to just yeah. humble anybody like i was born in the 1900s you know it's this it's this antiquated time before color existed i saw a similar thing how old is too century. old for a reference i found one from the 1900s Here's a research paper from 96. What? <laughs> Man, I was 13 in 96. I was 26. I you yeah. old, Trina. I'm very old. But it's really easy to keep track of because I was born in a zero year. So I always know how old I am. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> always. 
but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You know what? Getting old used to bother me, say, like five years ago. It was really bothering me. Like you, you see it. You see the differences. You feel the differences. You know, I mean, let's let's be real. We're all just slowly decaying, you know. Anyways, mm. now I like it more. Like, I don't know. doesn't bother me. Like, I just feel like there's so much bullshit that I don't have to deal with anymore. Mm-hmm. mainly because i don't want to and i have that freedom to say i don't want to my kids my are dad not- says it's like a fine wine you age like a fine wine so <laughs> right. yeah you know i mean sometimes i feel like i'm more like milk but whatever <laughs> not, not not boone's farm though i hope <laughs> strawberry flavored right yeah we but, all you know, yeah. it doesn't bother me that much i don't know not like it used to. No. I feel like I have I my... every wrinkle, every gray hair I have earned. I've earned with my sweat, blood, and tears, man. There you go. That's right, sister. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I had my midlife crisis when I was 32, and I almost bought a Dodge Challenger. So I'm past that. <laughs> I had I'm... mine in 2017. That was the summer of the outlaws. That was definitely a midlife crisis. That, that was fun, though. Oh, yeah. it was so much fun. That was that was a that was, was a late a great time, but not a late life crisis. <laughs> I mean, it could have been a lot worse, but it's not a way to live, or at but least not the way I wanted to. You inspired the show Sons of Anarchy, so I'm proud of you for that. So oh, shut you got up. That going for I did you. not, but it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't know this, but the character of Tig on Sons of Anarchy is based on Trina. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I, I was gonna that. say half sack, but <laughs> mm. he had brain damage and went crazy and killed a lady. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wasn't really. Then it's funny because after that show came out is when I actually had my little summer of fun, but I wasn't a big fan of the show when it came out. Yeah. My ex-husband was. He watched mm. it all the time. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. You know, because at that. that point, it would be anything he liked, I didn't like. Yeah, no, I understand that. Just on, on general purpose at that point. You know, it was like, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I understand completely. Anybody who's been there, that's just when you know it's the end. <laughs> Amy's Amy's ex loved always. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so I can't watch that. So it's like my one bummer. Like, I would just, like, hey, Amy, you want to watch Always Sunny? She's like, no. So, <laughs> South Park. I feel it. I, I get I it. Something. South Park with my, that's how we bonded. I was like, oh, sh- you have every season of South Park on DVD? She's like, yeah. Do you want to smoke a bowl and watch it? Yeah. And that's like how we met. Oh, and man. now I'm like, man, I don't like South Park the same anymore. Yeah. Butters <laughs> just makes you sad. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Do, do, do. <laughs> Does anybody else have stuff they can eat while we're talking just to make it more interesting? Yeah, I never did open my popcorn. <laughs> oh, I just popcorn. ate a bunch of food, so I'm kind of stuffed. I should have saved my donut. I'm sorry. I already ate it. <laughs> Nicole, go get another donut. I, I only bought one. So. DoorDash a donut? No, I, you know I'll find something. I'll be hungry again in like five minutes. Don't worry. All right, good deal. <laughs> I've got grandkids in the I've house. I've got marshmallows now. in my hot cocoa and Bailey's though. Oh so. yes, mm-hmm. yum. 
Mm-hmm. I used to like Frangelico in my hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like yeah. Yummy. Nice. I was That's just good. talking that I wanted some Kahlua or mudslides tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking yeah, our that. stupid new special drink is some kind of it's De Serrano and Kahlua, a little cream and chocolate, and then we're putting mm. a brownie wedge on it. So some nice. big fattening mm. martini. Brownie. That sounds really good. Oh, it'll sell. Mm. It'll be a pain in the ass to make. I'll be pissed oh, off. Oh, sure. Comes <laughs> off. Like, you'll have to, you'll probably break a bunch of brownies while you're trying to make them, and then you got to eat them, because what are you going to oh, do? Oh, I can't they're because broken? of my gluten thing, so I absolutely um, cannot eat them. But that stinks. Every time have I ever, it. Have you ever considered that you're dead and this is hell? Like, you have to make a drink with a brownie, but you can't eat the pieces to fall off of it? I work at Red Lobster and can't eat the biscuits. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> good. Biscuits That's the worst. Thing. How can you? Right. I wouldn't be able to work there. I don't think. Back in the I day, couldn't eat the biscuits. I, you know, I mean, I was gone for six years before I went back to the company. But back in the day, and that's when I was going through my divorce. I wouldn't even like on the dating apps. The minute somebody found out where I worked, and they would immediately go, <laughs> "Ooh, cheesy biscuits," and then I'd yeah. block. <laughs> like no swipe mm-hmm. <laughs> goodbye adds to her bio if you bring up biscuits I swear I'm going to get the ick so fast biscuits <laughs> I don't like the biscuits no, you're in Florida well, no, aren't you candy canes? Hmm? are you in Florida yes How, what's, uh, why are you wearing a hood what's the temperature there because it's like let me look. I'm up in Brooksville, which is about an hour and a half north oh. of me. And because I'm from Michigan, I don't measure in miles. I measure in time. Right, right. So um, <laughs> that's a Michigan thing. Steve can back me up on that. Where were you from in Michigan? I grew up in Saginaw. But oh, okay. I spent 13 years up in Alpena and then like five years up in Iron Mountain. I grew up uh, near the infamous Eight Mile Road, but I want to make it clear Ooh. I never had any street cred. No, hmm. you didn't do any rap battles. <laughs> no, you out there rap battling, Steve. <laughs> I was living actually in Marshall near Battle Creek before I moved down here. Oh, all right. <laughs> but yeah, we don't. Well, so Stephen Mathers. An and it's like ten degrees colder here at any given time because gotcha. where I live, I'm right on. Like I'm five. I'm within four miles of the water, east or right. west. Right. Yeah. So hey, I in a couple of years, you'll be oceanfront. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Well, I, I really want this to be my last lease. I don't want to clearly, you know, somebody of my leanings. I don't like Florida. You know, that's just yeah. It's uh, gotta be hard. My parents yeah, are down there. My and... family is way too brown and gay for the state. So. <laughs> I'm too brown and gay for Florida. <laughs> You're part of the resistance, so that that counts. Got to count for something. Fifty-four <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Okay. What is it? 54. 54. Oh, yeah, that's pretty chilly. Yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> that's, that's like me. It just it just hit 51, and I had to bust out the parka. Mm. And a thicker wetsuit, too, because my yeah. goodness. When the Where water are you, Corey? In the air. Uh, Santa Cruz. Oh, oh, Santa Cruz. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. If, we get, if we get under Beach 70 boy. for too long, we get we get pretty mad. Gotcha. Yeah, so, uh, this is how I represent Santa Cruz. We got the wetsuit dry. Nice. Yeah. 
This is how I represent Rochester, New York. I have a rack of coats behind me. Rochester? (laughs) And a bag of hats and mittens. (laughs) Rochester. My wife's from outside Rochester, Hamlin and Brockport. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Hamlin's nice. All right, kids, I'm going to refill my coffee. Behave while I'm gone. Everybody talk shit about Trina. That's it's funny. Anytime you say Rochester, somebody knows like they have a relative or somebody mm-hmm. close that's from no. Rochester or the I, near vicinity. Yeah. I know Rochester can be rough like any other city, but I really like it. Like the food's I love great. It here. Yeah. yeah. The, the food's fantastic. I love yeah. the weather. Like it's yeah. I would I would it's move like, to Western New York in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean the weather, I mean, every year I hate winter a little bit more, but yeah. I also know how to tolerate it it's really the gray more than the cold and the snow yeah. that's annoying but um rochester is like big enough that you can pretty much always find something to do um but small enough that like the cost of living is still pretty decent yeah so yeah i mean so if you need anything bad. crazy just go to syracuse it's not that far so well yeah i mean syracuse rochester and buffalo are all pretty similar honestly mm. Um, they're, they're it's a different vibe, but as far as like what's going on specifically, as far as stuff to do, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah, so, I haven't yeah. spent any time in Buffalo. I, I need to spend Buffalo's time. In Buffalo. Cool. Yeah. Buffalo is a little more blue collar. Rochester's yeah. a little more. Um, it used to be more white collar, but now it's more like artsy. Yeah. Um, and Syracuse is more collegey. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's- so, I was going to chime in with, I interviewed at Syracuse. Oh, yeah. The moment I knew I was not going to go there. Uh-huh. They're like, so we have underground tunnels because it's right. so cold. You can't walk between buildings. And I was like, nah, dog. Yeah. Not going to be able to do yeah. it. Yeah. They have those at RIT, too. You move underground yeah. in That's the winter. That's awesome. I'm yeah. out. I am so out. <laughs> That's yeah. heaven. That's my heaven. I know. Too bad they don't have them like around the rest of the city. We had no, a subway for about 20 years, but uh, not anymore. They, they had folks talking about nightlife and they're like, yeah, but like you really got to want it in January. You know? yeah. <laughs> for real. I don't want it that bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect town for like an introvert. You know, it's just cold. Yeah. People and you still just... go out though. I mean, it's funny on the weekends here especially like around February, because everybody's getting really, um, they're getting real cabin fevery. You'll drive by the clubs. You know, we have like a strip of downtown where there's clubs and stuff that all the college kids go to. And you'll still see lines of girls out the door in spaghetti mm-hmm. straps and high heels with no freaking coat on, sitting in there shivering. And yep, that's me. Yeah, it's silly. I mean, I don't do that. But The only time I got to experience a true coat check was on the east coast though really i was like <laughs> yeah, oh my god this is so cute look at my little ticket get my coat back. Oh, look at me it was it was outstanding but i needed it I, it was it like sucks when you're a smoker and have to go get your coat every time oh. you want to go out for a cigarette yeah. i'll i'll take that's the price you pay you babe all day yeah. <laughs> yep. but i do miss snowboarding i used to snowboard growing up yeah mm, that was fun but see that's once cool. you live in like the snow like th- these girls are like dad let's go to tahoe let's go up to yeah the snow. It's yeah like, well that's the cool thing about where you are is like you can get to the mountains super easily yeah a couple to, hours like, yeah but it's like you know once we get out there an hour in they're like okay i'm ready for dry clothes and i'm like guys right. this is what snow is, this is every time snow you're like i want to go to the snow this is just being cold and wet that's it it's nice to look at that's the way right. i view it very beautiful snow on some uh some evergreen trees 
my god mm-hmm. yeah. that's the aesthetic nice. i love mm-hmm. yeah. but thinking you can huck snowballs without a good pivot right yeah yep yep being being a southern boy i've only experienced a lot of snow a couple times like my, yeah. my dad's family is from steve's neck of the woods beckley west virginia so it's not far from where he is and i had a couple winters up there and you know you get eight foot drifts against sure. the house but i have to go back i'm from right outside atlanta and i have to go back to the uh winter of 93 when we had that blizzard and i remember that that was the most snow i've seen in the south and now yeah. we, just, we just don't get any like that anymore yeah was that would that have been in march of 93 because we had march a of 93. 93 too yeah Yep. Yeah, yeah it was so like that March came all the way up to New York. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was March 13th, if I remember correctly. Like that 11, would, yeah, 11th. Yeah, I think 13th. you're exactly right. Because I was a senior in high school. Oh, damn. And you're we old. were doing, <laughs> I am old. Yeah. Um, we're doing Into the Woods. <laughs> I was and we 10. had to build sets. You were 10. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I was, I'm not that much older than no, you. Wait. I would have been 17. It was nine and a half. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bot daughter was born in 92. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say I was 18 months, I think, ish. Oh my <laughs> god, Corey! Babies, <laughs> you're just a baby, Corey. The only way the only way your beard can be that long means you've been growing it since you were born, right? It's like that's Facts. the only way. That's very I was true. 82. Yeah, you were born in 82. Yeah, you look. I said I was 82 then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're looking good, Steve. Oh, thanks, thanks. You well into a you know, Mr. Ward. Hey, hey, listen, Pond's seven-day beauty plan really works. <laughs> <laughs> we we all can't age like you and Paul Rudd. You know, some of us. <laughs> all right, guys. Everybody, say hello to my daughter. <laughs> Hi, daughter. Are you the one she complains about a lot? I'm sure you are. <laughs> Wait, is that Alexandria? It is. Yeah, you're the you're the good daughter. Good job. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me. Who gave her the pre-authorization to just post willy-nilly in my group? <laughs> Rick, I Rick, know it was you. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've pre-approved uh, Steve. He can post whatever the hell he wants. Cody can post whatever. Corey can post whatever. Sarah can post whatever. Nicole, if you, you want to post shit, I'll pre-approve you. I don't care. Thanks. You're welcome. My Have I ever posted will be up in tomorrow. the group, or do I just yeah. comment on other people's shit? I can't remember. Yeah. I think I you know. just comment on other people's shit. Yeah. Pretty much. It was just funny, because Allie thanked me for pre-approving oh, her. Oh, and- no, the fuck I did not. <laughs> I felt like living dangerously that day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, have to, I I'm like the admin of, or a moderator on like six or seven different groups. So I'm like, ah, let's just expedite this process. I cut most of them down. And the only one I'm adminning on now is Kryptonauts and ours. Yeah. Oh, I, I do the rest, the rest I step down from. It's just too much. It's I do yeah. too much. Like I've got too much going on and then I can't keep up with what's important. Yeah. Just like herding I, cat. Oh my god, it is. I love herding cat. Like <laughs> nailing jello to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> the night and the day my aunt was my aunt passed a few months ago. One of my aunts passed. And the day she passed, I had like five different people messaging me from unwholesome about something so dumb. And I finally just said, Hey guys, I'm truly dealing with a family emergency here. And then I stepped down like a week later. I'm like, I, I don't can't, blame you. I can't, I can't 
yeah. do it. I, I just, I have a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't like getting into conflict, but I'm perfectly fine banning somebody. Like that's oh, I know. I'll, I'll go and <laughs> I go and I look at it and then I share stuff in our group chat and tell Rick or Cody to put their dad pants on and go over and yell. <laughs> it's just like chill, guys. Just chill. <laughs> you know. It's the internet. Right. You know, it's just the silly internet. People take yeah. themselves, that one guy, man, just taking himself so seriously. You mean Cody? Cody was taking himself pretty seriously. Is it Cody? Right. Cody? You don't have to take yourself so seriously, honey. It's all right. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an admin for the Canadian Paranormal Foundation, and I'm from San Antonio, Texas. So not sure how Makes I got sense. that one. But... Oh, you're not too far from me. There you go. Where 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 are you at? Crowley. I'm uh, North Texas. Okay. That yes. north north, like north of Dallas north or south Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, South of Oklahoma. We're all South of Oklahoma. <laughs> okay, so you two are both from Texas. I've got some questions about this Texas terror dog. So, is the terror dog supposed to be the one that doesn't have fur? Yes. That has like the elephanty skin. Is that's that the, that's the, the chupacabra? Yeah, it's chupacabra. It's a terror dog now. Or is that you, no? Aaron D says that's a Texas terror dog. The the one with but okay. So then, what one's the chupacabra? That's the one in Puerto Rico. Oh, well, the, the original one was in Puerto Rico, the yeah. one that had kind of paranormal overtones. Then they started Loki, seeing this, this oh. other critter in Texas that was some kind of a hybrid, I think, between a, a wolf and a hyena. I, I forget yeah, what it Mexican was. Mexican mountain wolf. It's like a red. It's a red wolf or a red fox or something. Yeah. It, it's 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 physical. It's just got weird properties. And, and hairless. Let me look it up real quick. But the, yeah, the uh, hairless the, one is the one I've seen the footage of. It's got the real long, weird looking snout. The snout yeah. almost looks like a, 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 a Tasmanian tiger type snout. Or a well, there, there's a lady who has a taxidermied one that's on every single Chupacabra show. Yeah. She was on Monster right. Quest. And it's yeah. obviously Probably a hybrid. Like yeah, it's it's just a hybrid animal that has mange. Right. Well, the one and I they saw, just dubbed it Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Was, they it just was borrowed it. Top- it was on a cop's dash cam footage right. and it turned its head and looked. I just yep. saw it the other day. I don't know what it was on. This is the one where but it's running it, down like, the dirt road. It was yeah. in yep. Texas. Yeah. yeah. It was in Texas. And I'm like, well, is that the Texas terror dog? Like, yes. Which, okay. Uh, the, the original Chupacabra, it was actually almost like a cousin to the Jersey devil, you know, it was supposed to have had wings, uh, glowing yeah, eyes and so forth. Spikes on its they, back. Yeah. yeah it it paranormal skin too. Because there was that one guy down there in Puerto Rico that, what it, it like broke his saw, or he tried to hit it with the saw, and that sparks come off of it, and his saw blade broke. Mm. So the thing that always gets brought up by skeptics, and I'm guilty of this too, is the movie Species came out right before the chupacabra was first sighted in Puerto Rico. Very similar aesthetically. Natasha is it Natasha Henstridge? Is that who's in that? Yeah. Like she looks very much like a chupacabra. So it's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> she looks just like a chupacabra. She does. So I just I don't know. I was doing something else, maybe working on one of my oils or whatever. And there was some doc on and they were showing the footage. It's probably something caught on camera, you know how I, but oh yeah. That's what I was wondering if it because it doesn't look like a coyote or a wolf or anything like that to me not its face and the fact that it didn't have fur was real weird 
Well, it's like just it, one of those. It didn't. It was too healthy to have mange. I've mm. seen mangy animals. They don't run like that. Oh, yeah. They can't run like that. If they're that far gone where they don't have no hair, they ain't running. Yeah. You know, I know. I'm like, you know, I don't know. So I still have some of my hair, and I still don't run. So. Well, if I'm running, you better run too, because something is fucking chasing. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen those stupid videos of people pretending they're frightened of something and running and watching others around them also run away? Like it's it's so dumb, but it's fun. I see Nicole so funny though, looking up at the ceiling and seeing how many people you can get to look up at the ceiling when they go by. Yeah, it's like what is that? Yeah, it's it's so stupid. But oh my god, (laughs) I have a friend that is. So when she lived in New York, she was terrified to walk in snow or on ice or anything because she was always afraid she was going to fall. Um, and I'm like, why are you so afraid of falling? Like you fall, you get up, you might have a little bruise or something, but it's not the end of the world. And she was just terrified that people would laugh at her. So <laughs> <laughs> so now every video of everyone falling or, you know, I like those ones where they get scared and then they just run into a wall and then mm. crash on the ground. So anything like that, I have to send to her. So I scan for those. In the, in the <laughs> Look at how many people fall. I think there was one day when I was in junior high or high school, my friends counted and I think I slipped and fell 13 different times. Oh my God. Like, mm. you know, like, I'm, but <laughs> I've always been the type that could like trip over a non-existent crack in the side. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like so so this is therapy for your friend then, right? Right. Well, Nicole, tell your friend that I two separate times in a warehouse I ran put my leg between a truck and a dock. Two oh, times. No. So she can be embarrassed if she wants to be embarrassed if she falls down, that's fine. But at least she didn't do that. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That sounds scary though. Like you could really get hurt that way. Well, I, I mentioned it earlier that I'm indestructible, and I think oh. this this fuels that perspective gotcha. for me yeah because i did i didn't break anything i just had gigantic bruises yeah 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 i gotta fish those pictures out of my archive here somewhere there's some gnarly as soon as, as, soon as i heard there. you stuck a foot between a truck and a dock my knee hurt my back hurt. <laughs> right. oh. so i was like so, no cory cory i take a handful of uh fish oil green lip muscle supplements and turmeric like every day and it's to it's to keep all of the damage I did to myself in the years past from catching up to me. Let's see if I can find. I don't think that's exactly how that works, Rick. But... <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, it could be, Science. It could be psychosomatic. If the brain tells the body it's feeling good, it, it, mm-hmm. it's remedy. This is true. Why the, now, this the is placebo true. effect is kind of a fallacy. Corey knows what's up. The mentality does shape a lot, and when you you can't isolate for that that variable exactly, that's why there is a perceived placebo effect. Oh, I take this pill. I'll be fine. Okay, I'm fine now. It, it, there's a lot that goes into that. Mm-hmm. Well, the power of belief is strong. What's that? <laughs> you can thank Trina for that. That's Thickless Cage. So I was scrolling. <laughs> that's on my phone from June 9th. I'm scrolling through trying to find pictures, and they're like, "Wait, that's Thickless Cage." That's amazing. Yeah, that's Thickless Trina's fault. Iceland with our friend Kendra Maher. She every time she opened her Facebook while she was traveling through Iceland this year, Thickelis was the first thing she saw. So she hell kept yeah. It. Me and Heather Moser were dying over it. 
So <laughs> now That's she can't wonderful. anything Nicolas Cage and says it's my fault. <laughs> I, I got my foot caught in a train trussle. Often in a train trestle, and a train was coming one time. Oh no! So I'm up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and with this buddy of mine, he went to Northern Michigan. So we went up one uh, uh, summer for a couple days, and we're looking around. We, this is very cool train trestle. No train's going to come, right? So we start walking out on the train trestle over this river, and all of a sudden we hear the horn of a train no and you can hear the train in the distance so we start running back and my foot slips between two of those slats and is is stuck temporarily not long but long enough to make me think holy crap what am i doing in a train trussle right so I have nightmares we, about that it, shit. the, the train was moving very slowly because i think they're used to people being stupid enough to walk to down the train yeah. trestle. That makes so sense. Yeah. We, I escaped death well, at that time. That's yeah. you. It's like the people who have died looking for the goat man on yeah. Yeah. Ridge in Kentucky. It's like they, their actual fatalities attributed to that cryptid now because yeah. they were looking for it. Do you think that just... makes the cryptid more real? No. Like tulpa wise, maybe. I was going to say we're, we're offering life forces to a tulpa, huh? Well, from that perspective, it's the dark. We might as well look at it from this perspective. We are talking about a goat man on a bridge. I agree with Steve. It's a dark Darwin effect. I was watching Stand by Me like two days ago, so that's what I'm yes right now. That's what I was thinking of when he was telling the story too. I've seen Steve run. Let me hear about how somebody poked it with a stick afterwards. I feel like Steve would have been Kiefer Sutherland in Stand by Me. The bully. Yeah. Were you a bully when you were a kid? Steve? Smashing mailboxes with my ball bat. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, your nickname was Ace, and, wasn't and, it? And threatening little kids, <laughs> being a bully. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my daughter and I were talking today, and she has a theory. And we were talking about that movie, The Quiet Place, right? Yeah. So she That's said when they put that baby in the box. To keep it quiet, the soundproof box, they basically created a Schrodinger's baby. Yeah. Is the baby alive or dead? You don't know until you open the box. Yeah, I mean, airflow's got to be tricky, so. <laughs> wow. So then, then we had an hour-long, this is why I love my kids. So then we have an hour-long discussion about Schrodinger's baby. And <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget, they're also monsters. They are They are monsters, monsters, but you know, I created those monsters, and they're probably monsters because of me. I mean, I'm sure I've been the topic of several therapy sessions. Come on now. Oh, you've been <laughs> the topic of a couple from me as well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love my children dearly. Well, and they put good. up with their crazy mother, and they believe in me probably harder than I believe in me some days. So, oh, those poor I kids! Or really, you know, I which is why I'm here. I mean, and had to do everything so crazy last minute. My son-in-law, for those of that you like, I don't post my personal personal business, but my son-in-law over the weekend had a grand mal seizure. So over the last four oh, days. No. Right. And then when he fell, he nicked an artery in his lips. So there's been, oh. he had to have a blood transfusion today because apparently it's been leaking anyways. So oh, that's no. what I've been dealing with, which is why like there was no affirmical today. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, I got to get up to Brooksville and mm -hmm. the kids are in the house making cookies. They're done now. Somebody, my, my 13 year old grandson made, he found the little clear crystal candies that I bought 
and he made, and I quote, two Krakosaurus Rexes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Krakosaurus Rex. It's a tweaking dinosaur. Right. <laughs> We just dropped a big creation. Sorry. Oh, so, no. Gotta oh, rebuild no. it. It should be easier. Try try again. <laughs> Will it make it better if we both we all cry along with her? Yeah. We can all I mean, cry. I'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Group cry ain't nothing bad. Like when they're <laughs> occupied, I swear they're not bad, but when they need to be occupied. <laughs> oh, that's the way it always goes. Yeah, that is. Children like, are monsters. Yeah, so I actually am surprised that my grandkids are in bed and not out here bugging me. Like they finish their cookies and they're all tucked in, and I'm like, "Wow, sugar crash!" Oh, they were making because, cookies, not eating cookies. Well, they, yeah, crumbled we've the Benadryl been, in them. We, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we've been making them all day, so I'm sure they've. It was oh wow, sugar crash because. <laughs> excuse me. We used to joke about having a Benadryl blow dart gun that we'd get the kids with. (laughs) Go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. Are you getting itchy? Do you want a Benadryl? (laughs) (laughs) You want two? You know, land on you, honey. Drink that. (laughs) We accidentally dosed our youngest that way when we were traveling. She was having an allergic reaction and we gave her a 25 milligram you know, one of the little ones. Yeah. And she straight up passed out. Oh my God. She was just like in the back of the car. And like, well, now we got to cope with basically dead Caitlin. So (laughs) she's, she's mostly fine now. (laughs) I just, I I go traditional. I just give my kids a glass of red wine. There you go. Very, very European. Calms them down. Mm -hmm. Just line up the Jack, <laughs> right off. Yeah, just a rag that. with chloroform on, and it's okay. It's night night juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not weird. <laughs> I learned recently that chloroform is a little more delicate than you've been led to believe. Like, yeah, it can very quickly become toxic. Very now, like you can kill people with it. Oh yeah, if you just dose them wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if you overdo it or you expose it to the air for far too long, it, oh. it starts to form chemical reactions with whatever. Trina, you sounded excited when you heard that you can kill people with it. Oh, but I can pretend <laughs> I that it's just you, being ignorant. <laughs> I don't do hexes or bad stuff anymore. <laughs> okay, she just mixes bleach and ammonia in a closed room. <laughs> but uh, I just for, accidentally for... banish my kids. <laughs> we'll, we'll use chloroform in the lab in our micro lab as a cleaning agent because it will help attract any um, latent DNA on like a, a tabletop. Oh wow! If you're trying to you you would run you do chloroform and then you do like ten percent ethyl alcohol, huh. and, and that it, gets rid of DNA. Loading. Yeah, so it can't contaminate your PCR. So you you don't want anything on your countertop to speciate in your PCR because it'll just it's an on or off. So if it right. de- if it detects a gene, it's gonna be a hit for something that could contaminate. All right, here we are now. Look at getting rid of proof. <laughs> children <laughs> or kids yeah i've got an uh our, our oldest turns 21 tomorrow and he's still loud our youngest turns 18 in april and she's very quiet 
So I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my kids are like, because they're what, 31, 28, and 26. So, I mean, but they're still all pretty loud. <laughs> they're monsters. They are. Spray them in the face with a water bottle. Just every time they do something, you don't like. No, I figured out. I literally figured out what it was, what oil and scent and herb that was in my little cauldron that stopped my daughter dead in her tracks the other day. It was the rose base in it. Okay. So I made our one because we work at the same place. I had everybody at work just dying with that story that, you know, I banished my fucking kid. And, um, <laughs> I made our manager, I call it, I, I wrote on her label, Auntie Marley Juice. Yeah. I packaged it up for Christmas. She's like, can you make me a batch of that? <laughs> well, it's better than having to shake the no-no can, you know, the right. coffee can full but of pennies. It was just so funny, you guys. Like, I'm literally, I'm laying on my bed, playing on my phone. I got my little cauldron of bubble in, and I really think it smells nice. It's a sandalwood rose mix, right? Along with my little herbs and stuff I put in it. So I'm like, wow, that actually smells pretty nice. Playing some game on my phone. My daughter comes in, just bitching. Like, I can't even tell you what she's bitching about. It just stops dead in her tracks and says, what's that smell? It hurts my head. And I'm like, <laughs> be gone, demon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because the one I was brewing was anti-negativity. And that just made me laugh even harder. I'm like, take your negative bullshit out of my room and your head won't hurt. It worked. <laughs> so I banished my own kid accidentally. But that's what she gets for walking in my room, bitches. <laughs> See, I just hide in the bedroom when I don't want to deal with them. So you maybe I should try that. Well, I normally keep my door locked for that reason because Marley is very, very, very much on the spectrum. She's probably the most autistic out of all of my children. We're all on the spectrum in my family, but she's probably got it, the, one of the strongest out of the three. And she has no concept of personal boundaries sometimes. Oh, and it's man. not that she she just doesn't. If you point stuff out to her, she will change her behavior. But she does not catch social cues. She does not mm. catch looks on your face. She doesn't catch like micro expressions like say you and I do. She just doesn't see it. You know, gotcha. so, you know, I usually keep my bedroom door locked for that reason because she's real good <laughs> at just barging in. And it's not that I'm doing anything, but it's like sometimes I am like at my work desk doing things and I can't be interrupted right well, at it's that. it's your personal space. And it's my yeah. personal space. And right. I'm very big about that, you know. Like, Get your own, like, Kramer. Like, right. And I have oh, it set up with our screen room. With the screen room, the only access to it is my bedroom. So I basically have an outside living room along with my bedroom. And then I've got my room portioned off where my office is, like, half of it now. And mm. I really like the layout. And really, I only have to interact with humans if I go to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you mentioned Kramer. I used to make fun of Dylan because he would burst into a room like, hey, everybody. Like it was this aggressive <laughs> energy and he would never look and see what's going on. So it'd be like we, we could be watching Schindler's List in the living room and he'd be like, what's going on, folks? And it was just <laughs> too much aggression. This just way I, I appreciate that he's got that enthusiasm. But, you know, it's it, I always likened him to Kramer. So I appreciate you mentioning that, Cody. Thank you. <laughs> Love him to death, but he would just. Well, I like whenever like Jerry locks his door, like 
like just the one time you just get a <laughs> boom hits the door. And... I just like I don't know. All right, so Nicole, Sarah, yeah. What's Either that? one of you have a paranormal story you would like to share with us, a personal experience. Like I know Corey's story, so I'm not asking right. him. Yeah, he that old. He's that old shit. We don't need that old shit. He's that new <laughs> shit. Listen, he traumatized himself twice for our show. <laughs> so Sarah, I'll start with you. I've, I've got a lot. Do you want old stuff or new stuff? <laughs> Let's go with the most modern. What's the most, the newest crazy thing that's happened to you? Uh, the newest crazy one. We were, I see, uh, there's this town not too far from us because we go on a lot of hikes. And a lot of times when we go on our hikes, we're picking up trash. And uh, we're in the middle, and, you know, like deep in the middle of the woods. There's not any kind of civilization around us. And somehow human trash lines up there anyway so we're cleaning it up and we look up and we see it's kind of kind of hard to describe it because it has had kind of like a a weird feeling to it because you could tell that it wasn't human but you can tell you was staring at you but uh you 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 know the uh, tree ends from lord of the rings oh yes it kind of looked like a tree end Mm. Now that is the most recent one, but it's like it didn't mean us any kind of harm. But we looked. I looked at the boys, looked back, and it was already gone or disappeared back into the woods. But it was pretty cool. That's cool. All right, Nicole. But that's that's the most recent. <laughs> we may get back to the past stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, how about you? My so cat is um, attacking me. Uh, just a, the just... most recent is not very exciting, though. The house that I lived in until recently with my ex did have things like um, it would be just the two of us in the house. And I would see him walk by me out, like through one doorway and think he was going upstairs. And then I'd walk in the living room and he'd be sitting there. And I'd like just seen him go around the corner and up the stairs. Right. Or, like, um yeah, little stuff like that. Mostly like hearing someone say something to you from the next room and they were not there, but it was like their voice or, you know, being so sure that someone was in the next room that you were talking to them and then you would go in and they're not there. Right. Um, right. So that was probably the most recent. So not very exciting, but definitely um, a weird thing to have happen in the space where you're living if, you know, mm-hmm. if you're not expecting that or. You know, Steve, what about you? In all of your research over these years, I mean, real realistically, and I'm not even digging at your age here, you have more experience than any of us in this field and way more knowledge than any of us. Have you had a personal experience that has stayed in your head? Normally, I don't have anything happen to me, but this one time, uh, it was about, uh, I think it was 20... It was 2010. I had, you know, it was I would, from Michigan, I would go down to Point Pleasant all the time and meet friends and so forth. We, we went down uh, one week was, I, I don't know if you heard about one of the igloos blowing up. It had some like unstable explosives in it or whatever. Some guy was storing it. Anyway, it blew its top, blew the doors out. So the week after we went down there to check it out. And uh, and that, that night, uh, John and Tim went home and I decided I wanted to see if I could test my metal. If I could go out into the TNT area alone at night, you know, not a big deal for a lot of the locals. They go out there all the time. But I thought, so I, I went out there. 
I, I went down the one igloo road. I went into one of the igloos and I had my my camera, my uh, recorder, duct tape to my uh, my flashlight. I looked like a real paranormal investigator. So <laughs> I was driving back down Route 62, the same route that the Scaraberries and the Mallets were chased back in, in November of 66. And I experienced a couple flashes of light, like a strobe, like a flash and then a flash. And I thought, where the hell is that coming from? But I, I didn't, I wasn't in the present moment. I didn't think, where is this on the road so I can come back the next day and check it out? So I, and it just seemed like it was particularly dark for some reason. And I went, I went back to my uh, motel, which was across the river in Gallipolis. And again, nothing happens to me. So I opened the door in my to my room. The TV set turned on by itself and started flipping through stations steadily. And I thought, no, no, this doesn't happen to me. And so I did what any intrepid mm -hmm. paranormal investigator would do is I unplugged the TV and went to bed. <laughs> so I, uh, and then there's a postscript. A year later, I'm crammed in a room with John and Tim. We were saving money, you know. And it's the room next to that one. And that night we're talking and it's one of these old TV sets. It, it turns on by itself. And I, that's weird. Uh, the next day, Tim and I went in during the day to get something. And we were in first. And the, the TV set turned on by itself and flipped through a couple stations and stopped. So we tried to get scientific this time. We were trying to uh, uh, fire the uh, remote through walls and all that stuff. Nothing happened. Okay. A few years later, it was at a Mothband Festival. The next room to that one is a corner room, and it's a big one. But two of our two couples that we knew were in that room, and they had a more modern, uh, like a uh, smart TV, but they were having trouble with the volume. And uh, the volume would get lower and lower. They'd keep turning it up, and all of a sudden it would start blasting, and then they'd have to go through the whole thing again. Then all of a sudden, a pop can, which is on the nightstand, flew off the nightstand and hit the floor. Mm. So... I, I don't have any explanation. I think if I brought something back with me from the TNT area, you know, it was was a burial ground. That sucker's still there flipping channels and did not come <laughs> home with me, fortunately. But that's that's just something that, you know, again, uh, I just don't, I, I never really, I've seen a couple odd things in the sky, nothing spectacular, never seen a cryptid. And, and it's funny because when I went into the room that night, I looked at the clock and I thought, oh, I haven't had any missing time. But then afterwards I thought, well, well, maybe, maybe I did. But see, I didn't write anything down. I wasn't in the present moment. And so I was the worst at that moment in time. I was the worst paranormal investigator on record. <laughs> they would never make a, a TV show uh, with me unless they had a laugh track. Right. Oh, Benny Hill theme. They speed yeah. everything. <laughs> that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Yeah. Hello, Robert. Welcome. It's Bobby. Hi. Hello, everybody. How's it going? It's so for good. Everybody, if everybody doesn't know, Robert founded the Kryptonaut podcast group way back. Nice. So. The founding uh, it, forefather of that group. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's, he's like the, the, the Facebook yeah. fan group. Yeah. yeah. He's no, yeah, not, uh, not the podcast. It's how we all met. He's exactly, yeah. <laughs> he is. I don't know if I'm in so that group. Cool I should join him. And he's like, be a part of my group. <laughs> well, I like oh, the yeah. podcast, I and then the I like the people even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, may have so, seen my dog. Uh, that was a great story, here. by the way. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. 
Yeah, that was a fantastic story about some experiences there. A friend of mine recently told me a cool story um, uh, about the physical realm being make-believe. Can I tell that story? Absolutely. (laughs) It's the longest Um, night of the year, Prime. That's what it's for, is telling stories. Nice. That's so cool. I haven't had any personal stories in a while, Um, but my friend told me this one, and... um, we were friends in high school and at graduation or after graduation the next day they went to uh they all got in the they all went to six flags together and i couldn't go because i couldn't afford it but that morning they were trying to get ready they were going to drive to six flags it's an, um, an amusement park and um mm-hmm. they were trying to find uh aaron's wallet and no one could find aaron's wallet and so um they took a really long time and were late and everything because I just couldn't find this wallet, which was important. Uh, I don't remember exactly the details of who was paying for what, but they just go to the park. They drive there. They figured out they'll just figure it out later, <clears throat> or they figured out some other pl- plan for whatever they need for money. And um, they get into the parking lot, and my friend gets out of the car and sees a wallet in the parking lot on the ground, and she picks it up, and it's Aaron's wallet, and. Oh. Um, so it's the weirdest thing. They went That's on freeways crazy. and on many turns to get from the house to the park. So it's not like it was sitting on top of the car. It wouldn't have lasted through that wind and everything. Um, yeah. And no one believed her. The poor thing. Everyone um, figured that she had pulled a prank on all of them. Because how would they believe that she had just picked up a wallet off of the parking lot? Because other people hadn't seen it before her. So she picks it up. And then she becomes uh, responsible for the whole incident <laughs> because no one believed her. But she, uh, yeah, this is a uh, situation. Where, there's a lot of these types of stories where physical objects completely go away and mm-hmm. come back at another time. Sometimes it's stuff you're looking for, like keys. And this, in this case, a wallet. But Whitley Strieber wrote a book with someone else called Supernatural, in which that other author told a story about um, an object going missing in his kitchen that he had just washed uh, and reappearing in a, in a flower bin that he was about to go get. And the flower bin was heavier than he expected. He dropped it. This metal honey jar rolled out that still had uh, damp uh, flowers stuck to it because it had been wet from him putting it in a dish rack. Somehow it reappeared in the bin that he was pulling out of the cabinet. And mm-hmm. uh, that's just... The, his conclusion was that the physical realm is is false or something to that effect. But I think that it's just interesting that it seems like the physical objects are somehow being manipulated um, to in, in a way that we just don't understand. But yeah, that was my friend's story is uh, the wallet was appeared in the parking lot. Well, that's wow. just like, um, you know, Jim Harold always talks about just one of those things. The book, there's the book Jot, just one of those things. I've got it on my shelf. It's not close enough for me to grab it and show it, but it's full of stories like that. Like there's so many people who experience something disappearing that they knew where it was, turning their house upside down and then coming back five minutes later. And it's the last, it's sitting right there out in the open. So those, those so I usually happen. have to yell and curse and say, will you just give me back my shit? And then it's in the middle of my bed. Right. It, that just sounds like ADD. <laughs> I lose something every day that's vital for my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is stuff like, say, okay, it happened one time when I was recording. And I was actually recording with Todd. And um, 
Todd Purse. And okay, I'm very picky about my ink pen. <laughs> it's a thing. And I had my ink pen and I'm looking for it for 20 minutes before mm -hmm. we start recording. Yeah. Todd, Tanya are both like, I'm like, it is nowhere. I'm tearing apart right. my thing. I moved everything, put everything back. Finally, I said, fuck it. And then about 10 minutes in, I said, hey, I got to get it. You know, I'll be right back. Probably was going to get a cup of coffee because that's what I did. And I come back and my pen's right on top of my notebook in front of the microphone. Yep. Mm -hmm. so, right. <laughs> yeah, I so I admittedly have not had anything I can't explain away happen to me and I can I can explain away this experience too but it's it's very similar I had been hanging pictures in my office here and I had a hammer and it was here I didn't move it it disappeared I couldn't find it for a couple weeks <laughs> and then no joke it's on recording it's on one of our weird news I'm sitting here and I move, and then I realize the hammer is under me. I am sitting on the hammer in this chair I've been sitting in for weeks, <laughs> and the hammer's there. Just on now, the chair? It was right where my, yeah, like right here. It was in your butt. Me. Oh, my God. It was in my butt the whole time. <laughs> I am very bad at showering, obviously, because the hammer was back there the whole time. But no, like it. So that that's something obviously I can say, oh, it was there the whole time. I just happened to sit and I couldn't feel it. But I've got a blanket that covers this chair, which doesn't mean things can fall down in the cracks. Right. So this I hammer feel like was just. You would feel a hammer if you sat on it, Rick. And well, yeah. you know, I was going to say. And, uh, you know, next time somebody, when you ask where something is and someone says, if it was up your ass, you'd know where it was. You can say, <laughs> not necessarily, because there was a hammer up there for a month. I, I was oblivious. <laughs> well, it, it, we go back to that Tom Cardi, have you checked your butthole that <laughs> Trina introduced me to a couple of years ago, which I still, I still break that out every once in a while. Yeah. You should make a, a uh, um, bumper sticker out of that. Have you checked your butthole? Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a retired man of leisure, I have plenty of time to look for stuff. If I could I just remember what car. I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. I mean, if you want to look in my butthole for a hammer, that's fine. No, I, I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can be in Point Pleasant in seven hours. I'll see you soon. <laughs> I'll hook you up with a proctologist. <laughs> I want to invest in one with a flared base. Just yes. Right. <laughs> everything everything should have a flared base just in case exactly. you can get a good look at rick's ass but wouldn't you rather take so responsible oh my god i'm gonna have to put a giant e on this recording when i drop it <laughs> yeah cody there are children present you're talking about this come on oh come on there will be butt <laughs> stuff <laughs> they, they've heard a lot worse Oh, I think, I think, yeah. uh, I think when when you mentioned the hammer in the butt, Sequoia ago. was laughing. She's like, ah, "He's got a hammer oh, in the butt!" Oh my gosh, somebody's ringing. Butt jokes are universally funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to chuckle out of this one. So yeah, that's good. Listen, that's all I aim for. I found out that there is a research institute in Spain called PNAS. You guys don't even understand how much giggling I had to cut out of that episode of talking about the crazy guys at penis. <laughs> like, there goes, like I, I couldn't even, I'm like, they're scientists. Do they even know what their acronym says? We, and it we, sounds, yes. I, it's one of the most cited scientific journals. But like every time I'm like, yeah, wow. go, get penis. go get that, yeah. go get that peer reviewed research. I so, actually 
get a lot of my facts out of the penis journal. <laughs> so there's this, this isn't directly related, but I feel like I have to say it. I read it for the articles. <laughs> well, I do that. Yeah. But so the, the Italian Volkswagen um, Instagram is Volkswagen Italia, which if you put that in one word, there's genitalia. In it. Oh, so it's Volkswagen it. genitalia. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, please, please don't ever change. Rick, yeah. I'm seeing a reoccurring theme, theme here with you. <laughs> it's all it's all butts and junk for me. Well, back, in, back in the old days, when I was in high school, we had our UFO club, which was the Aerial Phenomena Investigation and Research Center. Originally, it was going to be the Aerial Phenomena Research and Investigation Center. And if you sound that out, it's not terribly complimentary. So we weren't you weren't dealing with chimps here. So we turned the I and the R around, and we were in business. Yeah, I was gonna say, yes. what was it? A fret? That's <laughs> at, at some point. It said, was, a, it said it was a a prick. A prick. <laughs> okay, of, there we go. It said a prick. Yeah. And I would have I would have laughed at that as much as I laugh at the crazy guys at Tina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah i listened to that one and i la- I had a hard time keeping a straight face it worked it was pretty good <laughs> yeah, though, you can't and as i told cody i said after we got done recording i like, i'm like i am way more 12 than i thought i was <laughs> <laughs> they should rename it so it's, it's it spells schmeckle i'm <laughs> <laughs> getting verklempt Schmeckle. <laughs> Love good Yiddish. Ooh. So Rick, I know you don't have any crazy stories. I'd well, say have I told have I told the one about nothing's happened to me. It's all happened to Amy. Have I said the one where she saw the covers moving while I was gone? No. Wow. Okay. So when I, I travel occasionally for work and she'll be home alone and the dog and one of the two cats will sleep with her. And she looked over at my end of the bed and the tail end was going up as if our dog was under the covers and his tail was going crazy. Huh. And then she looked over to her right, which is not my end of the bed, and realized the dog was there. Oh. So the end of the oh. bed was going up with nothing. Obviously, I wasn't there. So I can't poo-poo it or anything but you know that was the most recent experience we've had but yeah the, the kids and amy both think this house is haunted so bad bugs it's bad bugs. <laughs> really sure. big bugs. i found them in the bugs. scuzziest hampton inn you've ever seen and i brought them home <laughs> oh oh there's a story so was it a ghost pet maybe was it like a tail wagging because maybe it was a ghost pet do you have a, a i believe ghost in ghost pets 100 well, percent. i have had ghost pet, pets. a dog she's she yeah. had a dog pass That's a few years ago yeah her um dane that she had years ago passed and then oh. i mean i've had a couple animals pass but years ago so i don't know but we've also had like i'm sitting in a room where the kid's grandfather passed on hospice so we don't know if that was eddie messing with her because wow. we have hurt his ashes along with amy's dad in our bedroom too so no time i see norman wow. my the last doxy I had, he passed, what, two years ago. Um, that mean old man, he was 18. Um, he visits me all the time. Now, when my mom was passing and I was taking care of her, I was sleeping in the one bedroom. And I thought Jaeger, the family dog, had gotten up with me because he's a little Yorkie, right? 
because I felt I heard the jingling. I felt them behind my knees. I felt the the dog love, like dogs have a certain energy and everybody who owns dogs know that. And Norman had his very own brand of energy because Norman was severely abused. And unless he liked you, when we first got him at six months, when you looked at him, he'd flatten himself like a pancake, he'd pee everywhere. Mm-hmm. By the time he was wow. eight, by the time he was even a year and a half, I'd always walk him with that yellow leash and nobody ever believed me when I'd say, please don't pet him. He's fine as long as you don't get near him. He, he bit so many people. So I joke all the time that he's up in heaven biting the angel's butts. But that <laughs> night, yeah. yeah, and I don't really even believe in heaven, but if there is one, animals go to it. Oh, but yeah. um, that night, like I said, I heard the jingle of the collar and I felt the dog behind my legs and I was half asleep and I'm just like, oh, it's Jaeger. Well, I reached down to pet Jaeger and there's nothing there. But I can still almost feel the pressure on my legs. I knew it was Norman, and I felt him a couple of times since then. And he had his very, like I said, he had very distinct. Norman was a, a personality. I've got videos of him climbing trees to bark at the neighbors. Hmm. He was a little mini uh-huh. doxy, and you know, Sarah, those doxies, nothing stops. They have, they are, <laughs> they are a freaking force to be reckoned with. They're awesome. They really they really I love are. my wiener. He's awesome. Yeah, Norman was. Probably one of the, I've had a few dogs over my life that I was close to my heart, but Norman and Norman was one of those. He was just the meanest, crankiest. He had four teeth at the end. And, but I mean, he lived 18 years. That's pretty flipping long. And he was, you know, but like I said, I know he visits me and I always feel him if I'm laying a certain way, I feel him curl up behind my legs and I feel the energy, but you know, since I've come out of the broom closet, so to speak, whatever, I, I, I keep myself a lot more open than I ever used to. So of course more stuff happens to me. Of course I see more stuff. The last probably big thing that happened, not big, but the one I was, I was joking with Rick and Cody and Laura about it. I had put some bottles up on my counter and I put them way up two liter bottles and I'd put a sunny D bottle in front of the two liter bottle to take out to the recycling bin. Now they were about two feet away from the edge. I go to leave my kitchen and the Fanta bottle that was behind the Sunny D bottle flew across my kitchen. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, wow. you're here. Well, tell me what you want to say because I ain't got time to deal with you making a mess. How about you pick that bottle back up and take it out to the recycle bin? You know, and that's what I say all the time. Like, I, when I deal with these entities or these energies or whatever they are, I talk to them like I would talk to me or you. I don't go into rituals. What is that hat, Rick? <laughs> it's it's the hodag hat i got it hodag <laughs> nice hodag. So, figured it was time hodag. for a change yeah i should wear this in public to see what happens oh uh, yeah one of my daughter just reminded me about here i'll put her in the screen a little bit we um she was at the time how old were you 13 13 we went to go visit my ex-husband's home that they claimed was haunted we did an investigation and i went as the psychic and it was definitely there well i wasn't as smart back then i'm still in my well i would have been yeah still in my maybe early 30s late 20s and just not as knowledgeable about how to deal with these for like 33 something like that yeah i was older but um, 
still not as knowledgeable. You know, everything back then that I had to learn, I had to learn from the public library and going to buy books, try finding a metaphysical shop in northern Michigan. Good luck. You know, <laughs> Texas is hard because you have to go through online stuff and right. ask your friends, hey, do you got any books? Right. Yeah. <laughs> your freaking crack dealer. You got any of the books? <laughs> there was very definitely a sad trapped energy and there was very definitely an evil energy that evil energy followed us home. again i didn't know as much as i do now now i could do it and that little fucker would be gone he wouldn't follow me for sure and but then i didn't know Followed us home, flipped a bird bath over, slammed doors. Like Wait, it was nuts. Slam them in the door. It was it attacking people like, with the door. Yeah, it flipped like the heaviest bird bath Whoa. in like the backyard, like flipped it over and cracked it. It was like my very first like real like experience, actually. Like I'd had experiences before, but that was probably the most like present one I've ever like seen and really remembered as a young person it was crazy wow man that just you know what i was gonna call you laura because your name's there trina I, when, when i was gone in uh to austin this past weekend i have a live clip this just happened uh on my on my front security camera i have a heavy concrete bird bath and whenever i got home from austin i found it it had whatever looked like it flipped off it was broken in half but I, I have a live clip where you can see the birdbath and then it's just like, it's just like, it's just like a blink of an eye. I mean, it, it doesn't even catch it moving. It's just like within one second to the next, the birdbath is there and then the birdbath is on the ground. Like Ooh. I don't even see it moving wow. in the clip. I'll, I'll, I'll dig it up and, and send that to you. But that, yeah, you just reminded me of that. And those things are heavy too. Cause I would, I've never touched it since I moved in here uh, until I had to pick up the pieces off the ground. And that's, you know, <laughs> It's like 30, it 35 pounds. to get rid of that attachment. But I figured it out. And like I said, and again, I'll never, it will never happen to me now. It would never happen to me now. I'm so protected now that, no. Like I, <laughs> but I, after having those experiences, because I'll tell you, while I was going through that, until I got rid of it, I would have sleep paralysis where this entity was throwing me against walls. He was mm. doing really, I got hurt. I was bruised. I had, I had an experience, but yeah. I also, he was very active. He was active. He was malicious and he was pissed that I freed the back here. That's why he followed me. I got the little trap one to move on. It was a child spirit. And I got that spirit to move on while I was there. And all that did was piss off the evil dude. Mm. I, I can't even call him a dude. He well, didn't feel human to he me. That, and I say all the time that that's probably one of the only non-human entities. Not the only, but the strongest non-human entity that I ever came across. I did manage to get rid of it. And I don't know. Sometimes I wonder... If they're just warped souls from, you know, serial killers got to go somewhere too, right? Can I ask how it presented itself to you? With me, it's touch and then what I see and what I hear. So I sat in the closet where the main activity was centered and I had touched on the wall. Now, when I looked up, I could see him at the end as a shadow person. 
I could see the smaller energy as a whiter light, but the whiter light was being overshadowed. I managed to coax the baby to me. That was like, a, it was a little boy. And I was at this point now, and I remember this very clearly, I was sobbing. Mm. I was crying my brains out while I was holding this wall because this little baby energy was so sad and wanted to leave. And I did manage. Wow. That baby energy was gone when we went back to the house after I got rid of the attachment. <clears throat> Excuse me. We went back to the house and that, that energy was gone. So it did move on. He did move on. And I believe he probably do whatever it that is. That was a very old house. Like it was one of those houses in Michigan that they, like instead of like getting rid of the house, they actually like moved it across town. <laughs> so like, and then like they built a 7-Eleven like right over like the spot and right over the basement where like everything yeah. was it's crazy it was yeah i i couldn't even believe they built a 7-eleven over that i'm like haunted slurpees but uh, you know i don't know where the entity you know not human entities well we can banish them from our presence we're not banishing that you know we can't kill them we can't get rid of them not in this corporeal form. We may be able to, but I've just never found a way. I can banish them. I can get them to leave me alone. My house is warded 10 ways to fuck and so is my daughter's because I know what's out there. Mm. You know, and I mean, you don't run into them very often. They're like, I call them the great whites of the metaphysical world. You know, you, you don't run into them often, but they're there. You know, that's... Dude, this like a Dude, there's a bunch of like creepy old people. Wait, so where? All right. Oopsies, my mic was on. Good job, dude. <laughs> I love it. Creepy old people. That's the 1900s. It's true. You know, I, I taught Methuselah how to ride a bicycle without training wheels. Mm hmm. I got a T-Rex in the fucking backyard, man. <laughs> Trina, can you give me, um, make me the admin for this real quick? Do you know how to do that? Yeah. I think so. Uh, you lovely people, I'm going to have to go ahead and go. I got to go to work tomorrow. I just wanted to hop on and say hi. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a Hi, slave Sarah. to capitalism. See how y'all doing. <laughs> Hi, Thanks for joining us. Great to see you. Have a good night. Uh, Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, Thank you for joining. Bye. Bye. I made you the host, Rick. Thank you. I kicked that dude. Who the fuck was it? <laughs> I don't know. Some random I'm person. Kid. But we're a lot of old people. Yeah. <laughs> well, creepy old yeah, don't forget the creepy. Go to bed, Ken. Jesus. And he was creepy calling himself Anakin Skywalker. It tells you right. exactly who he is. That's <laughs> <laughs> like he'd be the Joker or Tyler Durden. Like that's well, just right, right. Ridiculous. Just tell him there is no try. There's do or do not. Right. right. <laughs> I can still see you, Sarah. I see you sneaking around there, Sarah. I'm trying to figure out how to turn the damn thing off. It's like I can't sneaky at all. Oh man, you can leave it you on all night. No big deal. Just go to sleep. We'll talk to you. That's fine. I'll have sweet nothings whispering in my ear. Be creepy ghost stories. Yeah, yeah. creepy old people. Creepy old. Stories. Oh, she's gone.
But yeah, that was, you know, that was the scariest one I ever dealt with. And mainly because I really didn't know how to do a big banishment. You know, I didn't, I had to do a lot of research to get rid of that thing. And I stuck with that. I had that attachment for a couple of weeks and it was horrifying, you know, because I was so worried that somebody was going to get hurt or, you know, I wasn't worried about me as much as I was my kids being little and everything else. It was kind of nuts. So I'm going to let Allie talk to you guys for a minute. Hey. <laughs> up guys make marley be a better <laughs> human that's all i can say <laughs> well i mean that's why mom makes spells and you know it kind of banishes her from places you know <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious a very marley thing to happen yeah yeah oh she's she's one of the reasons i've very much become a children or monsters person like just it's everything marley does so there's that <laughs> Shout out to Marley for being a monster. Shout out How to old Marley. Is Marley? Uh, she's what now? Oh my God. She's going to be what? 28? 27? 28? 27? <laughs> Somewhere up there, you know. Yeah. I used to think children were monsters until they were 13. And now I'm like, no, nah, it's like 20, 27 or 28. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's accurate. Like that kid who popped on here. He looked like he was 17. So, yeah, he's a monster. Yep. Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I will say my oldest made uh, a nickname for my youngest. So her name's Willow, the youngest. And Sequoia was just a little over two. We were having mozzarella sticks. And uh, Sequoia turned, looked at her sister and went, hey, dad these are monster willow sticks. Am I right? And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you're, you're ready just to embarrass any children you might have. I'm so, yep. Glad. Yep. <laughs> Dad jokes at five. That's amazing. It was outstanding. Mm -hmm. uh, that said, I do got to get the ready for bed. Girls, do you want to say goodbye? Hello. Yeah. They don't want to say goodbye. They've been enjoying the stories. They're like, dad, that's spooky, but got to start doing the bedtime routine. Yeah, I get <laughs> Unfortunately. it. So, girls, we say goodbye, please. Are we gonna fight? We gonna devolve? Okay, there's. Bye. <laughs> oh yeah. Good luck, Corey. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We got all right. Hello. Will you come say goodbye? Can you give a shot? I say goodbye. <laughs> We're sad now. We can't. We're sad. Oh no. Let's let's figure it out. All right. Tell, tell her tell her that when she's older, she'll wish for the time to go to sleep. Bingo's like look forward to it. Oh no, Bingo's not moving. For my Bluey fans out there, Bingo's not moving. Bingo's not moving. <laughs> oh yes, we got the Bluey game. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, having this little get together, guys. Thanks for joining, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Much love. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's funny. They're cute kids. Super cute. I can't do that anymore. I could barely do it when they were younger. I oh, I was just again. talking to Allie about that earlier. I'm like, I can't. Like, I gotta, I gotta take little 
kid breaks now, you know, I don't know how I raise so many because now they just drive me nuts. And if Dude. they come into my job, I'm just like, move them up, get them up, get them up, get them up. So <laughs> I had to spend time with, with Logan, Laura's son mm-hmm. at, um, what was it? Uh, Frogman. Right. And I could do like three minutes and like, please put your attention elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. Stop talking to me, please. I don't. I have no interest in this conversation. <laughs> it's like, man, I can't do it. Mm. Mm. That's when you have to bring it back to butt jokes. You know, it's common common ground. <laughs> mm. Like, you know, it's funny. A fart. <laughs> Should have one go. locked and loaded and just ready to go. Like, hey, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would have been a comedy god to him. Oh. They would love that. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to be editing this and probably releasing it as a whole thing, even though I don't not going to do much editing. But mm, it, it, it'll be a long one. It'll be what, what time do we start? Eight? Uh, recording was maybe 8.30 your time. Okay, so that'll be a couple hours. That won't be bad. Yeah. So listeners, sorry for the couple hours, but it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so, a good note to end on. We'll follow. It is because I'm. I got. We have to get up to the hospital early. And yeah. I I was just thinking about that myself. I'm starting to go. <laughs> you know. Well, we need to do this again. We should schedule one for the new. I future. would like to actually schedule keep one like every couple of months or so. Do this, yep. especially now that we're on the biweekly drop release. Well, we're kind of releasing every week because I've been throwing strangeness out there on our bi weeks because we're getting such good feedback on it. So, um, mm-hmm. but we do have to do a round table and gosh, you know, who would be a great guest for a round table? Steve Ward would be a great guest for a round table. <laughs> Want to come to- talk Mothman with us, Steve? Oh, sure. I, I've, uh, uh, brought my fees down, but I still need per diem. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it still 30 no, I, bucks I, per diem for you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, thirty bucks! I'll take it. Right. <laughs> Go fund me first. Plumbing. I'll give you my PO box. Yeah, just say I'll write you a check. I'll send it to you. Right. No, that'll be fine. I, I do a lot of. Uh, uh, I'm kind of known as the Mothman guy these days, which I guess makes sense since I live in Point Pleasant and work at the Mothman Museum. But I know, uh, you know, I mean, I thought about that because. I've been wanting to ask you to do a skeptics or do a round table with us for a long time. And I've, I've talked very publicly about it, but Mothman is what you're known for and what you do, but you have in all of my interactions with you, you have so much knowledge about every subject that I really wouldn't want to limit us to just Mothman. Oh, no, no. Whenever I, whenever I do kind of a Mothman 101, I, Oh, we always kind of veer off into other areas. I mean, uh, right. if you're talking about some of uh, Keel's ideas, Jacques Vallée, and, mm-hmm. and you're, you're trying to get into some of this high strangeness where all these where seemingly different things occur in the same area, you know, right. uh, cryptids, UFOs, poltergeist phenomena, animal mutilations, and so forth. I mean, you've got classic examples like the Skinwalker Ranch, Marley Woods, the Bridgewater Triangle, et cetera. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, and you know there are, are my my main thing is uh, uh, patterns, connections, parallels with mm-hmm. uh, different different time periods, different places on the globe, and between what we think of as like I just said, different thing like you know take Stan Gordon's 
research into uh, 73, 74 in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Bizarre, bizarre Bigfoot reports in conjunction with strange lights, maybe some kind of craft or whatever it is, and then really bizarre paranormal phenomena along with it. Even men in black type reports. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, and, and some of the Bigfoot reports are just bizarre. Uh, Sally Shepard Wolford wrote a, a great book called Valley of the Skookum. And her, her daughter is Autumn Williams, a famous Bigfoot researcher. When Autumn was between three and six years old, they were in Ording, Washington. They saw classic Bigfoots, but they also saw Bigfoots that were you could see through. They saw classic flying saucers, for lack oh, of a better wow. word. Orbs were chasing cars. Men in black showed up. <laughs> really creepy men in black. So uh, anyway, it's just, it's endlessly fascinating. And I, I think that, you know, it's possible that if we focus on those areas and be, are alert to uh, possible connections and parallels, uh, we might get a little closer to solving some of this. Mm -hmm. okay. well, no, that's I agree. my, my yeah. passion. Yeah. You can't just talk yeah. about one thing. It, there's too many other connections. Yeah. Right. right. So I think we'll just have to let it just go where it goes naturally. Mm -hmm. But I'll be like in touch that. with you. I'll be in touch with you on the side to set up some dates. Right. I definitely we got we got to do a roundtable up in the can anyways, and I, I would love for you to be our first roundtable of our new season. Okay, that, yes. that'd be awesome. Yes. Yes. yes, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Now I, I have to get up early tomorrow too, as a man of leisure, and <laughs> to, to uh, Tudor's Biscuit up World. And his cats. <laughs> I, I have to hit Tudor's Biscuit World. I don't know if you guys have those where you are. We don't, but, unfortunately. Uh, oh man, let me tell you. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i, I shouldn't be eating that stuff but uh mm -hmm. I, the big thing is decide what what am i going to have for breakfast and of course i always bring that book with me and i'll sit there for a good two hours uh you know endless cups of coffee and uh today i was there so long i ordered lunch you know i got a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> so uh that's uh it, it beats uh coming home and and cleaning and organizing yes. you, you know we have, I have, I have regulars like that where they, they'll do their work or they read a book and they're just, you know, it, and it's the same thing. They'd rather just be where, you know, every once in a while we strike up a conversation, you know, that they just feel more connected, you know, well, and I get that. I understand that. Well, listen, there's, there's a whole group of old timers and it's funny me talking about old timers, <laughs> but the regulars are on one side there and one, one ear is kind of listening to their, their gossip and, uh, right. you know, they're, they're just, a, just a riot. They know me. They know I'm the guy with the book that works at the Mothman Museum. So right, <laughs> they sit several booths Crazy away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to sign out too. I'm getting barked at from the other room, but I just wanted to thank you guys for yeah. opening this up and, and uh, meeting up and giving me something to do on the longest night. And uh, we might go outside and have a little bonfire now. We'll see if nice. uh, yeah. anything exciting Creepy. happens. Tell our stories. And yeah. Call creepy, weird, old people by... <laughs> by Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Right. You know, yeah. some of my favorite people are creepy old people. Yep. Yeah, same. <laughs> I look at one every, every morning in the mirror. So. Pretty yeah. much all my friends. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, uh, Trina. Thanks for putting this together. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah no good problem. to see you. Guys. Yeah, this was great, and nice to meet you guys yeah, too. Happy longest night. Yeah, you too. Yeah, happy longest night, Holly. everyone. All right, good night. Yeah, and a mission you Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have a good night, everybody. Happy Saturnalia. Happy Saturnalia. <laughs> Thank you.
Thanks for listening. You can find us on all the socials and check out our merch on Redbubble and Big Cartel. Don't forget to sign up for our Patreon. Bye. I can't believe my mom and these two idiots made it to season two. Bye-bye. Adios, amigos.